it's alive! It's alive! Do not panic, ladies and gentlemen, despite the fact that my co-hosts don't agree. We are now live on the air. This is Casually Hardcore, live on Versus the World Radio, vtwproductions.com. For Sunday, the 13th of March, 2011, this is Casually Hardcore. I am Gnomewise. I'm Iolite. I am actually Gwenora. And I'm Grail. Not lost at sea after all, Gwen. <laughs> oh, is, that exactly. what, is that what was being said about me? Sleeping with the fishes or sleeping something. With the fishes. I am not sleeping Come with on. the fishes. Welcome back. Thank you. And there we were. Absolutely. The, and we lack only... Adaxa, who's yep. out of town, I believe. No, or? working. Working oh, today. Oh. But you did kidnap the iPad. Yeah, exactly. That terrible, <laughs> outdated piece of garbage technology. Yeah. Why would you want it anyway? You can get it for Seriously, a dude. quarter and a cheeseburger nowadays. Cheeseburger. Good. I can actually afford a quarter and a cheeseburger. Then yep. <laughs> <laughs> you, sir, can have an ha- uh, iPad or a Happy, happy Meal, iPad. whichever yeah. one you want. Yeah. <laughs> Here's your Happy mm. Meal. Do you want the iPhone or the mm. iPad as your prize? As your prize. 3G or the... Yeah. yeah. Hmm. Yeah, three. Actually, the poor, the three G people, oh, given the finger, pretty much. Apple <laughs> has no concept of uh, gracefully retiring or or supporting a platform for any length of time. Nope. No. So they have this. On to the next one. On to the next one. iOS release with massive security fixes for iPad, iPhone four, iPhone three GS, and nothing else. And that's it. Sorry, guys. 3G users are there with it. What? Which is why I'm kind of waiting to get my iPhone until like iPhone 5 comes out this summer, I hope. iPhone 5. iPhone 5. Of course. There will be, of course. Yep. So, yeah, some friend of mine at work has an iPhone 4, and she got hers last year. And she's like, she was talking to me about it. And she's like, so, did you get your iPhone yet? I says, no. She goes, why not? Well, I kind of decided to let my contract expire with AT&T and pay month by month so that I was a free agent, as it may be. Right. And can consider going to Verizon, even though I've heard that you can't multitask on an iPhone with them, but I don't know that for sure. No, you cannot right now. Yes, that's their, kind their of my version thing. they have. Well, you can't use the phone and an application. Right. That was what Speaking I was Speaking of told. the phone, see, that's, that, <laughs> look at that. You're How good. Awesome I am, I'm very impressed. <laughs> How are those? I miss, uh, I miss that. Psychokinetic powers coming along exactly. there. Exactly. Oh, they're doing pretty well. And <laughs> don't, don't go outside tonight. <laughs> <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, there is something Grail needs to tell us. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So, were, yeah, were, I, were you in Japan recently <laughs> doing some, you know, exercises? No, or? no, that's some horrible stuff over there. Yeah, oh that's my n- god. Oh my god. Yeah. Uh, Don't mess with Mother Nature; she will smack you down. Yeah, I had a uh, had people at work who were watching the videos and just exclaiming over the the debris flows and the yeah. you know here's the here's the boats going over the cars going under the bridge right. getting everything just completely destroyed and you don't know if there are people in those you nah. know it just happens so quickly the you scale just of don't it is know so unbelievable and and all of a sudden all my background in civil engineering is like that's a debris flow yeah yeah you don't want to yeah. stand in front of one of those no, no. not a good idea when they you don't want to be when they stop they become solid again yeah, well, the other thing is that there's so much debris 
in it that you're going to get stabbed and beaten. Well, the and the energy. Everything going around. You can't I mean, just ride along with it and, and not get you know injured by riding with it. You're going to get smashed into something. You're going to get smashed by all the stuff around you in the water. Yes. Well, not it's, even the water. Just the energy required to keep to make that much solid material move, move as if it were water yeah. is frightening. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's a lot of energy right there. Yes. But yeah, yeah. The, the videos are um, terrifying. And Absolutely terrifying. The after effect, you know, not one but two nuclear facilities having issues. Yeah, radio, you know, releasing radio. Whole three mile island, island radioactive steam going into the local environment from one of them mm. may or may not be able to gracefully shut them down. Thankfully, they're the light water reactors that don't generally reach critical mass. But right. they do be, they no, do be, but the, they the do the become work, a wonderful Chernobyl, though. Yeah. The, well, yeah. the one that the one that they had issues with, they had a hydrogen. They vented some hydrogen and and. The and outer, outer stuff. The outer, the well, from the way I was reading it, it was really interesting because at first, before it exploded, yeah, I know that sounds really bad, the radiation levels were actually much higher than they right. should have been. Once this thing exploded, the outer building anyways exploded, the inner mm-hmm. metal containment unit was just fine, right. the radiation levels dropped to actually below normal. Hmm. And at the, at one point, they were actually putting seawater on the pile to cool it off, and, and that's the point of no return. Which is which yes. basically we are going to destroy this reactor in order to cool it. In order you, to you cool let seawater in, so, and yeah. you can never use the reactor again. So they're, they're, they were had reached that level of desperation. But the reality is that once you've reached that level, you're going to pour seawater onto it because you would rather have seawater than meltdown. Right. Yes, sure. You know, but I it's mean, the that's... point of no return of we are no longer going to try and salvage this facility. We are just going to try and have it not catastrophically fail any more than it already. Right, has. and kill right. people. And kill even more yeah. people. Or just well, make the area is, uninhabitable. Right. Right, right. Well, this is the, the reality of, of one of the reasons why I really appreciate living in Arizona. We have heat. Mm-hmm. We have a lot of heat. We have very uncomfortable heat. But that's really all we have. You have and, to go out of your way to be killed by just heat. And we have electricity that keeps things cool and we have you know water that we pump in from places but we don't have tornadoes we don't have hurricanes yeah, we, we don't have earthquakes we don't have now we could have earthquakes because we're on because we did have one last year yeah, yeah. well but we that, didn't but it was in baja northern we, mexico yeah. had one. yeah we, we felt, felt it. it um but it wasn't like it caused damage here right you know no <laughs> yeah, the light fixture swing I remember, <sighs> I remember sitting. You were re- sitting yeah. at my sister's house, and I went. What just happened? Well, it's just, I did, remember. Did you guys just yeah, feel the I was at my. Move? I was at my aunt's house. <laughs> my husband looks at me and goes, "Baby, it ain't that good." <laughs> <laughs> I remember walking. I was in, at my aunt's house with my dad, and I remember walking out into the backyard and looking at the pool and going, "Why is the water sloshing out of the pool for no reason at all?" <laughs> Couldn't figure it out, and then heard later, "Oh, there was an earthquake in Mexico." <laughs> okay, then that would explain it. Yeah, that's yeah, why the water because I didn't feel the earth moving. I was at my aunt's house after all, and but yeah, I saw the slosh, slosh yeah, that'd be in a, a regular disturbing. in a regular yeah. rhythm back and forth. It was like, wow, that's the strangest thing I've ever seen. That's really kind of okay, freaking it. Yeah, it now, was a little freaky. In case you're wondering if I'm doing a disservice to our IRC rep, I'm not because the CAD is not there this week. It is D and D weekend. Yes, it is. So he got us no IRC rep. He huh. asked. He asked me if I was. Uh, Asked me if I was going to be on today. He did send me a tell, though, last night reminding me about the time change. Yeah, so he did the same nice. thing to me while I, the <laughs> short amount of time that I was on. Uh, yeah, well, we're in that very special time. And if you're tuning in live or you're 
I'll say this again at you know two o'clock. Our yeah. time. If you're tuning in live and realizing what the hell just happened, it's called the United States going on daylight saving time, and it's two more weeks before the rest of the world effectively. Yes. Does. Right. Right. Yeah, the twenty seventh, I believe. So all you UK and EU types, including a natural twenty, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, who was not paying attention to the front page of the website, uh, yeah, we got a little screwed up today. So, natural 20 getting called out on multiple shows uh-huh. man that's oh brutal laying the smack down telling you it's done out of love bro it's done out of love <laughs> this happened now get back in your kid. exactly make don't content. make me use the hose <laughs> so yeah for the next two weeks until the 27th i want to say yeah 27th is when yeah. the rest of the world catches up and so things are going to be seriously out of sync with the u.s based shows and the uk based listeners I will do my best to keep the countdown timer on the front page of vtwproductions.com as accurate as possible. Use that as your touchstone. And in a couple of weeks, we'll all be back on the same page, and it won't be as big of a deal. That's right. It kind of cracks me up, though. Did, this It catches me every year. Gwen found the comics, didn't uh, Gwen he? found the comics. Okay. Yeah. Yes, yes, he did. Oh. <laughs> it, it catches me every year when we have the... Uh, because I'll have meetings scheduled with people out of state, and they're all, well, what time is that? And I'm like, look... Arizona time does not change. When I say 9 a.m. Arizona time, that's what I mean. <laughs> I mean. When all the rest of you change, though, that changes the time we broadcast. Right. So we have to, yeah. From our perspective, we're now going an hour earlier than we were when we were on normal time. Yeah, well, yes. I mean, I have family, of course, back in Chicago, so it affects, you know, calling. You're like, what do you mean it's 11 o'clock there? That's crazy. Oh, oh yeah. yeah. We're two hours Whoopsie. difference now. Yeah, uh, I've, that happens because <laughs> we have we have people in Baltimore. Yeah. So when we're calling Balmer, it's like, okay, two hours or three hours? Oh, now it's now three, three hours. hours. Now it's, right, now it's right. three I was going to say, because yeah. I have friends on the My brothers are both on the East Coast, and some very good friends are on the East Coast. So, yeah, now it's three hours. Yeah. Yeah. In short, so. it's going to be screwy for a while. Yeah. A little bit. Yeah. All so, right. we have... Sorry, I was distracted by the fact that Octail didn't put our shoe on the air. <gasps> and I have fixed that, and the tweet has gone forth, and will soon be buried in fresh listeners. Awesome. Awesome. Cool. And if you're tuning in, come to Internet Relay Chat, where all of us can participate now, because I finally got the 24-7 server, the replacement... 24-7 server reinstalled in its proper home at my office, and it's no longer camping on two of our IRC yeah. logins here. That was always amusing. <laughs> it was like IRC roulette. It's okay, how many people can actually get in this week before uh, it kills us all? No whammy, no okay, whammy. Okay, no, no um, I have to correct Muggy. Muggy is in here saying, actually, you're on Mountain Time, which means East Coast is two hours ahead. I'm like, nope. no, no, Muggy, let me straighten you out here. No, Arizona, we're on Arizona, Arizona time, does not it. participate in Daylight Savings. Arizona is now on Pacific time, we or the equivalent of Pacific time. Yeah, we didn't time. change. Everyone else changed around us. Right, so we stood so, still, and, the mount, and, and Pacific time and, was sidled over on top of us. And, yes. no, and no wise and I are not being sarcastic <laughs> when we say that. dinner That's first? <laughs> it did not buy us dinner no. first. It no, simply yeah. took advantage Actually, it of did us. not. It just came on. That's oh. a bit much for a first date. It just sidled over on top of us, as no wise said. <laughs> Stupid daylight savings. No, Pacific time, not yeah, daylight savings. Whatever. Pacific well, it's 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 a daylight, product. Daylight though. savings was what you know slipped the roof. It was the roofie. It was the roofie <laughs> that allowed <laughs> PSD to come and sit on top of us. 
<sighs> and said that way. I, I have believe nothing it's, to say. I believe it's PDT now, not PST. Not? Pacific Daylight Time. Pacific oh, Daylight yeah. Time, not attention. Pacific Standard I Time. I don't <laughs> care. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> and I really see. don't. Uh, Muggy says, you and your crazy moon time. I'm like, yes, my crazy uh, moon actually, language. Actually, that's right. Mm-hmm. I can't read <sighs> your crazy moon, moon language. language. Yes, that one. <sighs> don't wait to drop in for that. Oh, we do. Oh, oh man. Oh. Calling them out. <laughs> Talk amongst. Here we go. Let's I'm going to slay all of you. Oh, there God. it is. I can't read your crazy moon language. Nice. Thank you. Very nice. Tick. Yep. I have pockets? <laughs> anyway. Nice. Way to go, a-hole! See, now you've now got... Now you've unleashed. Now <laughs> you've got me looking at the oh, drop-in so much control better. panel. I feel so much better now. Silence! As well you should. Yes. Yeah, I couldn't actually, you know... Nope, no, he's oh, not here. No. He's not here. So we no. got a no. got an interesting announcement. From? Uh, just following on, on Twitter, there's this Pray for Japan. Have you been following this Mm-mm. hash I'm, at all? I'm, I'm dubious of anything on there because there's, there's already... Thousands of scam sites out there oh, trying of to intercept. Right. No, this one just says the creator of Pokemon died in the tsunami. Oh, my God. That's, that's what it says. Wow. I have no idea if it's right. The Satoshi oh. Tajiri is his name. Wow. Uh, died I, in the I, tsunami today. A lot of people died, so it's entirely. Yeah. No, did, yeah. Did you have like lovely beachfront property? Yeah. Probably. Well, I mean, yeah. A lot of our entertainment comes from there, so mm-hmm. I'm sure a lot of people that have, you know been a hand in creating stuff we love have been affected you know obviously this would be rather permanently affected yes. but mm-hmm. nonetheless yeah so that is why you know thoughts and prayers see and from and the, if you have a way to provide definitive assistance provide definitive assistance yeah you know but do it through a reputable do, form do your research yep. do your research before you just throw your money away and understand that scammers are more sophisticated now than they've ever been before you could actually, you know, plotting the wave of the tidal wave passing across the Pacific, there was a wave of scam sites coming online uh, that was actually right. getting in front of it, yeah. moving that quickly. It was within, really? within minutes Ugh. of the news breaking. The security firms that keep an eye on these things for the antivirus and the anti-malware yeah. companies were saying, we saw the scam sites going up just, after, just like after Hurricane Katrina. Do your due diligence research. Don't just randomly text stuff to stuff well, you see on Twitter. Right. How disgusting oh. people can be is that they probably just have a form, like template, that they just they put in the name they of were disaster. Templates. Right. Yeah. Here's yeah. your relative disaster. Yeah. Hold on. You know, from disaster the, relief. Haiti. Disaster relief. From, Japan. The, I, from the IRC, from yes. Aharon. However, the posts were refuted by Ken Sugimori, the lead artist at Game Freak, the company at which Tajiri is CEO of confirming on Twitter that he and the rest of the employees were sick. Oh, okay. oh wonderful. So discredited, it's a hoax. Yeah, beautiful. So Aharon is saying he's alive, not dead. Thank Good. you for that. Thank you. Because, you know, you get those, you get that crap in your dead. email and you go, what the heck? I feel yeah. fine. Yes, exactly. It's like that's why you have to go and check things out. I don't want to go on the cart. <laughs> yeah. I think I'll go for a walk. <laughs> Bring out your dead. Exactly. <laughs> You'll be look, too funny. Not fooling anyone, you know. You'll be dead any minute. But yes, our thoughts do go out to those impacted by the uh, natural disaster in Japan. 
Well, the tsunami came as far as Hawaii. Oh, yeah. I don't think it hit the West Coast. And it, with any, yeah. with it did. Any... It did, but it was about this big. Yeah, yeah. comparatively. I mean, yeah, I think yeah. Oregon got like eight foot waves. I think they were saying. Yeah, they had twenty. I heard twenty-three Which, foot waves. In well, Japan. Some some marinas okay. and stuff yeah. were pretty yeah. much de- decimated by. Yeah. But they had plenty of warning. Right. Yeah. Unlike Definitely. Japan. Right. This is it was a good test of the uh, deep water sensors they have, and they all pretty much worked exactly as the way they were supposed, supposed to, to, and they right. knew exactly where the wave was propagating, and the warnings went out in plenty of time. So after, you know, Japan had not a lot of chance because it was right off the shore, right, right, right. And right. That's, yeah. not and very that's, deep under the crust. And so that's and I, I think it's interesting because I understand this. Apparently, there are a lot of people out there who are going, "Well, wait a minute, why couldn't the seismologists predict this?" And the seismologists were like. Um, yeah, how about a little reality check, folks, about how our job works? We're working yeah. on that. And the, we and would the like whole, to one day have Exactly, that. and yeah. the whole thing, yeah, yeah well, we know the faults there. Yes, it's been mapped, but at the same time, we have no accurate way of measuring what the stress levels are right. and what how much the slippage is going to be or whatever. <laughs> or just when like the, the tsunami is going to happen. Exactly, it's just like the tsunami that happened in the Indian Ocean on Christmas, what was it, three or four years ago that mm-hmm. killed all those people. Same thing, guys. Watch an ice sculpture melting and tell, yeah. and tell me with certainty which piece is going to fall off first exactly well it's it's one of those things that that uh you and said it, w- it very well mike actually gwen that was a very uh it's very hard for people to understand that it is impossible yeah. for us and to it wasn't so the much the, the earthquake building up in the earth yeah it wasn't so much the earthquake because i i was like wow japan really what the hell happened and then i was reading and it was like oh well let's see japan is the one of the most seismically active nations on the, the world. planet yeah. it's part of the ring of fire in the pacific mm-hmm. sure and they're one of the most technologically advanced c- countries in the world when it comes to being prepared for earthquakes the buildings right. survived the earthquake exactly. just fine just fine right. it was the tsunami afterwards the 23 foot wall of water that they had issues with right well, can't and that, plan for those kind of things, folks. I'm sorry. That's just the way it is. Actually, the reality is that you can, but you can't realistically from a monetary perspective. You can't no. design buildings. You you can design your buildings to take earthquakes, particularly certain types of earthquakes. You can design things to be hurricane-proof. You can design things to be pretty much tornado-proof. But the reality is, is it's every house is going to cost you $6 million right. to build. Right. And you can't. we can't afford that as, as an institution. You know, as as a nation or as a world, even globally, people don't think that way. We all can't live and in so, refurbished Cold War era missile silo bunkers that have been turned into luxury homes as badly as I would love to do that. No, but that would be really. It's cool. been done. There's, I know it has. They, well, have, no, there's they a, have some in Tucson. Yeah, and there's a gentleman in uh, in Florida who's a multimillionaire who actually took and has designed a hurricane-proof home, which has been tested. right on the beach, which has been tested in several of the the hurricanes that have blown through, and he essentially is like, nah, you know, it it cost me twenty times what a normal right. home would cost, but I don't have to evacuate. And then we'll have the super right. uber hur- hurricane, and his house will be going just fine, and then the storm surge will bury his house completely. Right. Well. But yeah. that's Mother Nature. These things happen. Yeah. That's Mother Nature yeah. for you. <laughs> that's that's, <laughs> that's yeah. kind of how that works. Yeah. And and the reality is is that while you can the the while you Should. can design yeah. for it, he's, he's kind of one of those things. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, it's like I did because I could. Exactly because well, I can. The most I, valid I'm reason so, to do anything. Exactly. Uh, uh, not true. <laughs> Spoken like a woman. <laughs> Sorry. Just because I, gonna, I, just because I, gonna, I can. I was going to quote Sir Edmund Hillary and say because it was there, but, mm-hmm. you know, it's the same kind of thinking. 
And, so and if you don't know who Sir Edmund uh, Hillary is, go look him up. I should just try to remember the name of the Sherpa that was with him. Tenzing Norgay. Tenzing Norgay. I'm sorry. I'm an outdoor geek. That's no, why I, I, I know was, that. Yeah. Well, that and we Norgay. both used to work for Sears back in the day. And, we had and their the, outdoor line of stuff was called Hillary. Hillary. And so we all, uh, got in, we all got the whole thing behind right. it. So why is this called named after that politician? Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, it's no. not. <laughs> no. What are you me. doing? You say that around a mountaineer, you're going to get smacked with a crampon. Yeah, exactly. An ice axe, yeah, more to the point. Crampon embedded in the side of your head. Yes. Cramp on. Cramp off. <laughs> what? <laughs> what? I just worked Oh, my God. That was so bad. Every, you know, the funny thing is, every time I say that I say that word, I want to giggle like a 13-year-old school boy. Yes. Just because it sounds it's, like it should be dirty? Yes. It's an almost And crap. it's two letters off from tampon. Yeah. It, it, yeah, it just cramp on and... Cramp on, it just, tampon. <laughs> <laughs> it, Strapping tampons to your feet I'm a would not be that much use on ice. And it would be possibly no. hazardous in water because just. <laughs> yeah. That ain't right. Expands to fill the space available, right? I'm letting look, you I'm just say solo on this wait, one. Stop. I'm, I'm, I am not. Please don't answer that. Please don't answer that. I do not want this. No, I don't want to know. I'm here till Thursday. Try the view. Okay, there are some mysteries of the universe that do not need to be solved. It's a mystery to us men. And I'm totally okay with that. I kind of am too. Yeah, thank you. What? I'm, I'm so not getting touched ever again. No, you're not. Not, not listening. Just over here. <laughs> I'm looking, and she's looking at disaster pictures. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I am actually. I'm watching. There's There's a yeah, disaster you are, happening right <laughs> near yes. you. You, you know, are not, so screwed. Not looking at it. I'm reminded of a dialogue exchange from when Joss Whedon was writing uh, Astonishing X-Men. And they've got Emma Frost, telepath. Right. Scott Summers, Cyclops. Right. Are right. In a, deeply involved in a relationship. And oh, this does not bode well. Oh no, that was, it, that was an established fact before he ever came along. They're just having a talk where Emma was saying, "I don't think Kitty trusts me. I think she's she, she just doesn't want me on the team." Well, and Scott responds with, well, "She just thinks you're you know telepathically manipulating me to, to say what you want me to say." You're not right, and her response is, <laughs> "You will never see me naked again." <laughs> <laughs> That's pretty funny. Uh, yeah, that's how people would really talk in a situation. <laughs> yep. But I digress. So we have wound up you know, kind of circling the drain. Speaking of circling the drain, they had some incredible footage of a massive whirlpool. That, that yeah. I, so I was like, oh, great. The Pacific Ocean is now draining into I the Earth's crust. That. Oh, boy. <laughs> that would make a good disaster flick. How, uh, An earthquake, tsunami, and then there's like a 100-mile hundred, hundred crack 100 mile deep crack. I'm like, where would the ocean go? It would obviously go fill this thing up. Fill it up and it'd be so hot that it would then instantly become superheated steam and it would cause. It would cause the planet problems. to crack even further. Going die. Yeah. So, One disaster after another. So there is a whirlpool? There, there was. I just think the pictures of ships in the middle yeah. of cities are. Tragic but fascinating. Yeah. The the one that the one that I saw was the this just the number of cars getting washed down and then right behind the cars were the boats. 
Yeah, so yeah. Here, cars, 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 and the cars were tumbling over this. Obviously, it was a drop, like a, right. You know, it was like Boats an edge of an right embankment. The, no, the the cars they tumble over the edge. It's a mini little waterfall there, mm-hmm. um, and then the boats come, and the boats go, you know, down over it, and then they all go under a bridge. And you watch the boats go in, and there goes the boathouse mm-hmm. off the top, just Scra- scraped, yep. scraped yeah, it right, right off, off and stuff. It's like, oh man, yeah, that ain't right. Oh, so, really horrific. Anything. Yeah else happening this week that was not overshadowed by a massive natural disaster on the other side of the world well slightly connected i got a car <laughs> so that was cool <laughs> from toyota right from toyota Did link know- this one together well, no i'll me. tell you exactly why because i had been looking at cars before and finally got to the point where i had money together what did you trade in uh, nothing i actually really? sold my car to my mother-in-law so oh. I just, I just had the cash. So you still have the cash. You still have the element. I still have the okay. element. And so when I was going to say those cars are kind of cool. Yeah, and they're no, the way element, too, They're way too handy. I could go on a whole tangent about that. But focusing on the new car, we went into Toyota dealership because I was really interested in getting a Prius. Um, you know, obviously gas, all that stuff. But I've been right. a years now. I've been like, oh, I just want something that I can fill up like once a month. That'd be awesome. Yeah. So we went there, and as we're walking around the lot, we're looking at these stickers, and it tells you where everything's manufactured and where everything's put together. Let me tell you where every Toyota car, at least Prius, is manufactured and put together. Japan. Right. Really? In Japan. They do, get a, they do not get assembled in the United States, at least the ones that they had on the lot here. And so really? it suddenly became a, huh, if I want to buy a car, if I want this car, this is probably my window. Because after this, I'm guessing that the shipments are going to be encountering some Yeah, delays. and the price yeah. is going to go up. Intermittent. Yeah. Yeah, so, who knows what's happened to the factory. Got there and was they had, at exactly. All. Yeah. But I mean, at least shipping may, may you know, yeah. Yeah. that alone could cause it, let alone if there was actual damage or anything that happened to the factory or if the factory still has power, you know, all those things come into play. So we went in and looked around. They had six Priuses left on their lot total. So it was kind of mm. like, huh. <laughs> So, not gonna have to mull this over too much. Yeah, meeny, meeny, miny. basically, it was like red, black, or charcoal. Charcoal, it is. Charcoal, it is. Charcoal, it is. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> winner, Arizona. Winner, winner, winning, chicken dinner. Winning, duh. duh. So yeah, I'm by winning. I win here exactly. and I win there. Exactly. <laughs> I'm sorry. That's I'm gonna get forward. me in huge yeah. trouble. <laughs> in the grave void, are gonna go. No. Speak not the name of the evil one. Yeah. So, I mean, it ended up being relatively painless for, for buying a car, which is usually one of the more, you know, I mean, I know some people love the negotiation and all that. I, stuff. I, I hate, hate that. it. So went Just through it. Give me the damn car. Got it. Has all the, you know, fun filled features on it. All the, you know, connectivity for multiple devices. Obviously, the, the main selling point for me was. 51 miles per gallon. Bring it on. <laughs> right. Winner. Yeah. So. Winning, duh. Yeah. I was going to say, can't actually argue with 51 miles per gallon. No, no. no. And no. somebody was trying to tell me the other day, too, they're like, well, you know you have to use the highest grade of gasoline, though, in it. I'm like, yeah, yeah I'll pay the cares. extra 20 cents a gallon if I only like, have to fill it up once, once a, a month. month. <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah. I, think, I think I can afford the two bucks. Yeah. Oh, twist my arm. Yeah, exactly. And never mind that. Every single car manufacturer everywhere mandates in their manual that you need to use high-octane fuel in their vehicle. Sure. So they can have the excuse later on when your engine falls apart saying, oh, you were losing low-quality fuel. That's why. And we told you in the manual not to. Mm -hmm. Have a nice day. Actually, my truck isn't like that. They tell you the exact opposite. They said said, go right ahead and put the cheap stuff in. 
cool. Well, that's good. Joe yeah. Nissan. So that's exactly what I've been doing for eight years now. In the cheap nice. seats. Mm-hmm. In the mountains. In yes, the mountains. in the mountains. Well, mine does require the top-of-the-line fuel, but it gets... I would think so. It's a freaking Lexus. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I'm but... sorry, but there are certain expectations that go with that brand name, and that's oh, one oh, of them. Oh, oh, oh. You also, pay a lot yeah. to, to, to drive around in this flashy four-door sports car, yeah, you are going to put the premium fuel right, on it. Right, right. Totally uh, worth it. But on the nice side, it gets, you know, 27, 28 miles to the gallon. It's not bad for a V6. So I have a, t- yeah, not no, bad for a V6. No, that's actually pretty good because I, I got a V6 and, yeah, I don't get nearly that. Well, yeah, I mean, you have a truck, though. But too. I also have a four-wheel drive <laughs> yeah. truck. So a little different. Yes. <laughs> All right, which brings us up against so. our first break. And we have an episode of Northrend News. This is episode number 50. That's right. They have done 50 episodes. Wow. 50. 50. Thank you, Amelia. Over Bay Day. day. Yes, <laughs> indeed. So coming at you in this break, we're going to pay some bills, and you will get your episode of Northrend News. We'll be back right after this. This show is brought to you in part by Audible. Audible.com is the leading provider of premium digital spoken audio information and entertainment on the Internet. With over 85,000 programs for more than 1,000 content providers, including leading audiobook publishers, broadcasters, entertainers, magazine and newspaper publishers, and business information providers. Audible customers can also have their Audible content wirelessly delivered to their smart mobile devices daily, even while sleeping, taking the computer out of the equation. To find out more, visit vtwproductions.com and click on the audible.com advertisement on the left-hand side. Or visit audiblepodcast.com forward slash vtwproductions. New customers in the United States and Canada will receive a free audiobook download when they sign up via that link. audiblepodcast.com forward slash vtwproductions. Welcome to Northrend News, airing exclusively on Casually Hardcore on vtwproductions.com. In today's headlines, after a cross-faction meeting, leaders of both the Horde and the Alliance declared today National Street Cleaning Day after a series of strange coincidences in the streets of the world's capital cities caused a calamity for both public transportation and public health. In Stormwind, the long-standing conflict between the city's cooks and anglers reached its climax this morning, as chief angler Catherine Leyland borrowed a cannon from a visiting gnomish tinker and used it to blast Master Chef Flay and his entourage with a barrage of day-old halibut. The cooks of Stormwind retaliated by showering the anglers with a volley of lemons and tartar sauce, creating what may be Stormwind's first edible city disaster. While most resident humans, night elves, and Dranai in town have turned up their noses at trying the gastronomic way of cleaning up the city streets, the city's worgen and gnomes have both reported that the fish fracas goes deliciously with dwarven ale. Meanwhile, Ironforge tinkerers have been charged with more fees as their mechanical street sweeper 3000 broke down outside the council throne room this morning, showering the dwarven royals with springs, sproings, and a cloud of blacksmith dust. While Falstead Wildhammer and Muradin Bronzebeard took the breakdown in stride, Queen Regent Moira Thorissian was less than amused by the stains on her royal vestments and has added their dry-cleaning cost to the bill she is sending high tinker Gelban Mechatork. But another field test of the Street Sweeper 3000 demonstrated the invention's power as a snowblower in the drifts outside Karanos, 
a discovery the high tinker himself is calling a prime example of the paradoxical usefulness of gnomish engineering. And in other news today, the streets of Orgrimmar are in need of a sweeping of their own after wild and vicious fight between the city's druids and engineers. During what was supposed to be a simple sit-down potluck at the Seven Grains Salad Bar, Goblin Tinkerer Bisbo the Blaster Dynamo forgot to turn off the primer on his Mini Blaster Deluxe hand-powered rocket launcher. Halfway through the juice and appetizers, a series of explosions rocked the Seven Grains, reducing much of the surrounding area to rubble. Unfortunately, a brigade of shapeshifted druids took the event as a declaration of war from nearby goblin engineers. A cloud of flying fur and exploding rockets filled the Valley of Wisdom, with city guards only now being able to clear the area and look for casualties. Mr. Dynamo reports that he was relieved that his Mini Blaster Deluxe sustained no damage during the fight. While these incidents currently appear to be unrelated, a cross-faction team of investigators is researching possible influence from the Twilight's Hammer, the Naga, the Dark Iron Dwarves, or the twisted humor of some unknown goblin trade prince. All three cities have lost over 9,000 gold pieces in cancelled auctions, reduced tourism, and public damages as a result of these incidents, a cost that some city officials say has to be lining someone's pockets. For today's top stories from all corners of Azeroth, this is Northrend News. Listen to VTWproductions.com. Isn't it great? That's great actual physical contact. Casually Hardcore continues live on Versus the World Radio, VTWproductions.com. And it's amusing watching Gwenora leaning way far away from the microphone while he noshes on Girl Scout cookies Thin Mint. <laughs> actually, Wheat was, Thin. Actually, yeah. it was Wheat Thin. So. Wheat oh. Thins, because he doesn't want to crunch Because I realized as we were going on the air, that oh, munching oh, right oh, at the radio. Oh, oh, right oh, the microphone. Oh, hi, guys. When we're back yeah, on air. Yeah, no, not good. <laughs> That's normally my problem. <laughs> it was a crunching food during um, the show. Well, considering that I've actually physically yelled at people for doing that in TeamSpeaks. Uh-huh. Yeah. Could you mute your mic if you're going to eat that crap? 
<laughs> yeah, I seem to recall someone eating popcorn, and it was. I, I almost got. I almost got. <laughs> I'm, I'm pretty sure that would have been gnome wise. <laughs> I, no, it wasn't. Okay. I almost got nauseated listening like... to someone. Yeah, make this. I don't want to be inside and... your mouth. Yeah, I finally had to tell that person stop eating. And take your headphone off. Well, and see, regularly, I can't forget if it was you or Dark Helmet, we would say you're Darthing. Because they were... That, that was, was you. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I'm pulling. Hence, hence now Push to Talk. Hey, Push yeah. to Talk has been my norm. I really got tired of hearing about it from Dark. Actually, that was funny enough. We've totally moved away from using Vent and Push to Talk. Like, doing arenas and stuff, you can't have that you know that push to talk delay so we have to be using uh, skype to to do our arenas and so it's all just oh really so yeah you hear everything though every swear that the person's (laughs) doing when you're fighting every single thing it's really a different way of of gaming from i know we always used to use push to talk and it was very you know because i know paladin i know i know ragak is used to move to mumble right Mumble, another, another open source. Uh, yeah, yeah. Group chat. Yeah, he's moved away. From, moved away from using Vent. So okay, whatever. And so we're not quite well, to the point where the people who are off by an hour would be joining us. So we nope. can't give them that. But programmatic announcements. Okay. We have this show brought to you in part by Jitbit Software. We use their Jitbit RSS feed creator for the creation and maintenance of our RSS feeds. Check out all their fine widget software at jitbit.com. You'll also see on the front page of VTW Productions the now static uh, Netflix ad. If you've never used Netflix and if you want to join us in the 21st century for the $9 a month or so stream all you can eat plan, which, my God, why haven't you? Uh, you should do so and do so by clicking on the ad on the front page, and we will receive money-os every time you do that, along with the audible.com ad on the other side, which also gets us money-os for each new subscriber in the U.S. and Canada. We they, like the money-os. <laughs> it has its place. It has its place. And, and the money-o trough has been quite empty of late because we've done things like uh, created a Minecraft server for all of you guys this week. Oh, yeah. So if you are uh, interested in checking out Minecraft, we've got a final home for the uh, Minecraft server that doesn't lag all the time. I had attempted to home it on the same box that hosts our downloads and the uh, forums. Uh-huh. Yeah, not so much. Nah, that didn't not work working. out too well. <laughs> no, it, that lasted just a couple of days and I just caved in and went and bought one. And so if you go to the Play Together thread under Video Game Discussion and the VTW Minecraft server, you'll see links to where you can sign up to have a recurring couple of bucks donation to go towards defraying the cost of the community versus the world Minecraft server. It's awesome. Yeah, I'm, I'm still working on my, my begging spiel. I'm not, I'm not so good at it. No, but I mean, it's just awesome we have a Minecraft server, even though I've never played Minecraft. But We've I've... had one for some time. It was just a matter of one of the listeners was funding it for a while. Ah, we tried okay. to take it off their shoulders right, right. by putting it on our hardware, and that not so much. No, okay. So it's now <laughs> then we're, we're just, we're, we've got the server rolling, and it's in... It's linked to the uh, Alpha Geek Radio PayPal account. So oh, cool. You can dump money into said PayPal account by using the donation links on the Casually Hardcore page or just find the link that I put in the VTW Minecraft server thread on the forums. What are the forums, you say? These are the things you should be participating in because they're wildly fun and really, really active. Go to the VTWProductions.com website and click on the forums link at the top of the page and learn all about it. You'll also see in the Shows tab, uh, we have a new simulcast 
that has joined the station. Actually, it's just another from the same person. Uh, Scott Johnson had been doing the morning stream simulcast with us. He's now also uh, simulcasting the instance Saturday mornings. Oh, cool. Along with uh, Terpster, who you may remember yeah. from the yes, wow, I wow saw radio that. Yeah. When they had, they originally did a simulcast of the instance uh, when Randy was leaving. Uh huh who has since moved to Irvine and j- started working for a company that wanted him to stop participating in the World of Warcraft podcast. I'll let you figure out where he's working. Um, if, you hmm. can't, if you can't put those pieces together, I can't help you. So uh, Does it rhyme with lizard? Possibly. <laughs> and... Does Eddie Izzard work there? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so they brought on uh, Terpster and another gentleman from their uh, the AIE Guild to flesh out the hosts on that one. So they've been oh, going cool. a couple, couple of three episodes in with the new hosting dynamic. They're settling into their new uh, way of doing things. And Scott has said, hey, this whole Shoutcast thing is awfully useful for people who want to tune in from their mobile smartphone right, type right. device. It's, it's been weird to, to watching Shoutcast... Enjoy this renaissance of usefulness. Yeah. Because normally they do live stream as their distribution method. Well, uniformly, or just in .tv they're on now. And uniformly, the apps on those for iOS devices and Android are just hailed as sucking terribly. And, and if you don't have godlike bandwidth, they just plain don't work. Right. Shoutcast, on the other hand, is rock solid and works beautifully over low bandwidth connections. So it's... It's back in the saddle again. Like, hey, we were right the whole time. We just didn't know it. <laughs> radio, radio. I hate being right all the time. Oh, so, boy. check out uh, Saturday mornings. The instance will be joining us on Versus of the World Productions for the shoutcast simulcast of their weekly recording. They're kind of a different one where they they do post production, but still live stream the act of recording their raw material, which is an interesting blend. Whereas we try and put together the show. And not and do as little editing afterwards as possible. Right. We just want this to be the show. And if you can listen live, you get the show. And if you get uh, the podcast, you just get a recording of the show with just only with any technical difficulties edited out. <laughs> major technical failures yeah. edited out, yes, but not uh, major sculpting. Not content changes, right. yeah. Yes. And Frog Pants Studios, which is Scott's outfit, uh-huh. they do the. No, we record the raw material, then we tend to edit the hell out of it and produce a very polished product. So it's interesting to get a, to get a look under the hood, as it were, and, and listen to the the raw simulcast. That's interesting. Yeah, and then uh, for me, from a podcaster standpoint, it's kind of fun to compare the two products. See, okay, what exactly did they do? Right, or right. Should I perhaps be considering doing it in my copious spare yeah, exactly. time? <laughs> yeah, you know, we got other things we got to do with our copious spare time. Here. There's a reason why Alpha Geek Radio <laughs> airs once every fortnight, it seems, yeah. and not on a regular schedule. A fortnight. But, yes. <laughs> Hey. Furlongs per fortnight is a legitimate speed, okay? Mm-hmm. 253.2 furlongs per fortnight. It's not just a good idea. It's the law. That would be the speed of light, I think. Hush. Wow. But I don't anyway. think you're right. I don't <laughs> that think that's the right number. conversation killer right there. I'm like, yeah. what? Yeah. Let me translate. <laughs> what? <laughs> Gwen. So Kat is reading something. There's smoke coming out of your ears, dude. What? Uh, Firefly fans' dreams are dashed. Yeah. Yeah. No, not run run that with happen. that one. I know I'm reading an article we're supposed to do this later. About two weeks ago, a movement sparked by an offhand comment from Nathan Fillion took the internet by storm. Current star of Castle and former Malcolm Reynolds, former Captain Malcolm Reynolds, told Entertainment Weekly during an interview regarding the Science Channel syndication of Firefly, if I got $300 million from the California lottery, the first thing I would do is buy the rights to Firefly, make it on my own, and distribute it on the internet. The key word in that sentence was the very first one. Yeah. 
if. Yes. This created a monster as fans immediately rose to the challenge of scratching up funds and trying to help Nathan buy Firefly, which was actually a website. Uh, the movement gathered momentum quickly and attention from several media outlets, and before too long it was taking pledges, not donations, for how much fans would donate if it could lead to the resurrection of the series. The number reached a total of a little over a million dollars. Wow. In just over a week's time, showing the world that if there's one fan base you don't want to toy with, it's the Firefly fans. Do not talk. Happy um, and then uh, Wednesday, Philly officially addressed the issue in an interview with Backstage. It's a dream. I was dreaming about it. If I were to, if I were to win $300 million, what could I do? But please don't send money to a website. It's just not that easy. And then uh, Marissa Tancheria. I don't know how to pronounce it. It's, her, it's Joss Mo, Whedon's... Mo Tenkarian. Yes. It's uh, Joss Whedon's sister-in-law. Mm-hmm. And the co-writer of Dr. Horrible's sing-along blog via Twitter. Guys, known in the Whedon versus in support of www.helpnathanbuyfirefly.com. Please save your money. So, yeah, that's going absolutely nowhere. Hmm. Too Which, bad. I didn't even know that happened. It was a grand yeah. plan. It was a grand idea. Fantasy, that, I think, is a good is a good word for it. It's one of things that looks good on paper, but you just know that once a lawyer gets involved... It, yeah, it that was the whole it. thing that I right, thought right. was, wait a minute, I thought that Fox and everybody else who was involved with that had all kinds of stuff well, against him. Everything I've said, read... It's like said some, he can't do that and you know this, that, and the other thing. And, it's like somebody saying, oh, if I want a ton of money, I'd buy a sports team, and then, you know people trying to give you that money it's like well it takes a lot more than just the money, money to run a to sports, run a sports team. team or to buy one because actually so. i've had those lottery fantasies no, of course yes who has, has it exactly that's why they're called lottery fantasies <laughs> yeah my lottery fantasies especially don't normally cons- involve sports teams especially no. considering that mega millions is up to like 175 million dollars so unless somebody uh, won it recently that i'm not aware of i have not been paying attention no idea. Nope. I did my Don't traditional, know. you know, when driving back from uh, the TED conference. Whenever I travel, I buy lottery tickets. Buy a lottery ticket when I when, when I stop for gas for one of the times, just as a thing I do Tradition. when traveling. Yeah, yeah. Just, right. And that just that long shot hope of okay, what would I do with that money? <laughs> well, you know, versus the world would uh, change shape quite a bit. Yeah, I bet it would. We'd have a building and a studio and. Someone to do a proper website instead of me bashing Masseuses. my forehead against the well, duh. <laughs> no, 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 no. Catered. not, not assistants. No. Minions. I said masseuses. Oh, you, oh, I didn't. No. Know. Oh, all right. <laughs> I didn't Never mind. say assistants. Go, I no, heard masseuses. Run, run with call that them thought. Assistants I, or minions? I, yeah, I don't no, care. Masseuses, it's close enough. Run with that thought. Minions. Yeah. Minions would help too, though. Yeah. So, Grail. Yes, sir. You uh, said something about. Uh, some guildmates of yours finally listening live. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. This is a, a perfect time for having yes, people actually. listening live to uh, talk about tampon shoes. That, that, <laughs> that, <laughs> like, basically, that sums up the show pretty well. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Super absorbent shoes. Super I mean, absorbent yeah, there you go. They conform to the shape of your, your arch and everything. Yeah. Yep. Um, so suffice to say, <laughs> you've been doing a bit more, you're still PVPing quite a bit, Somewhat, right? though actually this last week, last Sunday, so after the show, we got, you know, the bug in us to, it's, it's time to try a raid. We don't okay. care who's on, we're going to just try a raid. So okay. we ended up getting, I think five or six in our guild together. Okay. And then we mentioned Ragok, kind of contacted him, said, Hey, you're on, want to come? And do you have anybody available? He was able to provide a couple people. We found another friend of the guild to come along and ended up pugging one spot. Okay. Took this ragtag into Throne of the Four Winds and went against the Conclave of Air. I, when did you do that? Last Sunday. 
Sunday. Oh, I remember Sunday. seeing you guys yeah. on it. I may. I think it was on Sunday afternoon. And I mean, or it, Sunday evening for it something. It took a little bit to get going, but we managed to down them. Probably three or four attempts, and really that had to do with just one of the tank's placements was a little off, and then occasionally somebody would fall off the edge. But nonetheless, <laughs> these things happen. Yeah. <laughs> so, maybe more funny. than that, I don't know. Um, but nonetheless, so we, we were able to clear that. It was a you know really good kill, especially for folks that you know hadn't played together. I mean, there was the five or six of us from our guild that have done a lot together, but you know, mixing in Ragok and then a couple of his guild mates, um, and then the two other people, it went really well. So we said, well, let's keep the ball rolling. Let's go to uh, Bastion of Twilight and went mm-hmm. through there and took down the first boss in their first try. Just nice. w- wiped them down. It was a Laid decent, down. yeah, decent pull. It's a, one of those bosses that the fight can change based on he has like six different dr- drakes and okay. three can be active in a given week. So okay. we got a, an okay pull in terms of which drakes were up. And so we were able to manage it. But still. So that was very successful. We went on, got to see the second boss in there, and by that time, people were kind of puttering out. So, But it was you know, one of those, like, yeah. Nice. I Feels remember good. why I liked Rady. Okay. <laughs> so we're going to give it another go tonight and see, tonight, uh, see what tonight. we can do. Yeah. That's very yeah. cool. So it was really neat. So that was a lot of fun. Well, I hadn't been, I hadn't been seeing your, your tweets on, on uh, PVPing, so I was wondering mm. if you were doing that this week. And uh, it, it's, you know, you were talking about how it fit kind of two yeah. people are on, three people are on, four people are on. Then you can go into, you know. Whatever you have. Yeah, heroic or you can go. So I, it, it's cool. You got into a couple of raid yeah. situations. I haven't had an opportunity to play. Oh. I suck. You've got some opportunity coming up this week. I do. I do. I have, um, I have taken this coming week off mm. work. Nice. Um, the uh, the president of the company authorized additional time off for me, so I didn't burn all of my vacation with Alexa's birth. So, yay! I at least got a little vacation this year. Nice. So I have this one, and then I'll have a little more late in the fall. But the uh, I'm taking taking Nemesis, and the two of us are going to do a one day turnaround to uh, Roller Coaster Land, Disneyland. Nice. Oh, um, cool. So it'll be a little mom-son time and because well, go from there. When we were there at BlizzCon, we introduced Nemesis to the concept of the roller coaster. Yes, yes. Ooh. And the recurring phrase that day was as follows. Again? 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 I, actually, you know, he had the full sentence. We would get all the way through mm. it, and his first sentence getting off of it, can we do it again? Yeah. Can we do it again? Every, so we, we started little kid rides. Every single in ride Town. in Toontown and those sorts of things and, you know, nothing. A little tiny baby coaster and then the next coaster up and the next coaster up and the next coaster up. And finally we'd done Matterhorn and Space Mountain and, we, yeah. you know, Thunder Mountain Railroad. And it was like, all right, let's move over to California Adventure. And we moved over to California Adventure and we started getting on the big coasters. Right. And he was like, just like a hair over the height limit oh, for the coasters at that point. And and still, we're going up and up and up in terms of the adrenaline rush you're going to get off these coasters. And every single time we got off, can we do it again? Oh, wow. And the last one, the line was so unbelievably short. Um, it was like a triple loop 
just extravaganza with the full sound coordinated with the ride on the Music coaster track. and a hydraulic launcher mm-hmm. um, that you had going on it. So you yeah, started so on the flat. So this one, you, you, don't, you they don't drag you up. You oh. get you shot. shot. Nice. Yeah, you start on the you start on the flat, and um, and we did that one three times straight in a row. Just run back into the you know get back on, again, run again, back again, in again. again. Yeah, that's my boy. And it was just like. Oh, by the end of it, I'd had so much adrenaline running through my system. I just, it just suddenly, it's like, oh, I, have I just, to stop I just no, it wasn't. I have to stop. It was, I just feel so good. <laughs> <laughs> the tension in my life is like, whew, just gone. It was like way better than a, a one hour massage. I realized that you need, sometimes you need an adrenaline rush like that just to clear out the cobwebs and mm-hmm. oh, yeah. just make your life a little better. Yeah, it was like a California screaming, I believe, was the name of the coaster. Monkey, thank you <laughs> very much. <laughs> Was it the yeah? It was just the big one over at California Adventure. Yeah, it was the big one over at California Adventure. So we're gonna go over there again and and see what we can do. He didn't seem to like the the wooden coaster as much. No, 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 no. He likes the modern with the music yeah. and, the, and the you know looping and yeah. I can, the ones I can't wear earrings on are the things that he really wants to ride. Wham, wham, oh, wham. Ow, 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 ow. This may sting a little. Yeah. So and of course they'd completely redone Space Mountain. In a really um, good way. Yeah, which is very cool. Nothing like riding a looping roller coaster in the dark. But now with a soundtrack. <laughs> okay, that one is um, just as scary now as it always has been. Yeah. They, they, all that sensory deprivation and messing with you. Matterhorn's play. still a classic. Oh, yeah. No, Matterhorn is, yeah. is good in its own way. It's definitely, it's definitely reaching the stature of good old ride. Yes. Compared to what they're capable of doing you know, with the more modern, but it still was worth the wait. Nemesis had a uh, he had a, his backpack, or I had I was wearing the backpack, but it had his his little like four inch tall, five inch tall um, blue the blue dog. the dog from Blue's Clues show in it. It was stuffed stuffed animal, and on the bigger coasters he would he would take out blue and he would hold blue in his lap. And I kept trying to tell him, don't do that. You're going to lose. You're going to drop the, the dog and the dog's going to be gone forever. Mm-hmm. And he would hold blue. And when he would get scared, he would talk to blue. He would say, it's okay, blue. It's going to be all right, blue. It'll be okay. <laughs> he would just go through the coaster. And then it was again. again Can I do again, it again? Again, again, again. <laughs> That's my boy. Which brings us up nicely against our uh. next break. What I got queued up for you on this one? I have a little bit of... Ah, oh, we have a content break. Ooh. Submitted by Aharon. Or... Yeah, uh, Aaron. A-H-A-R-A-N. Whatever. Some guy with lots of A's <laughs> in his name has awesome. submitted a content break for us. So we have that queued up for you. And I believe that is it. So you are listening to Casually Hardcore live on Versus the World Radio, vtwproductions.com. We'll be back right after this. Versus the World Radio uses TypeFrag Ventrilo servers. Try them out for free at www.vtwproductions.com. Once you've experienced their incredible sound quality of their high availability worldwide servers, sign up for your own vent server at typefrag.com. Use promo code VTW for a special deal. Try on all of their fantastic features, such as their money-back guarantee, instant setup over the Internet, 
web-based control panel, live chat support, and servers based around the world, so you can always find one that is near to where you like to play. Versus the World uses Typefrag, and so should you. www.typefrag.com, promo code VTW. Hello there, I'm Heron, you are you, and this is a content segment for Casually Hardcore on VTWProductions.com. This week I'm going to be talking to you about a game called Audio Surf on Steam. Audio Surf is a special game requiring a pretty big music library because it isn't played normally. It's, it takes what music you decide to play as like a surfing game through the track and you have to hit bricks and you'll get points. And depending on what song you choose to play, it'll be you'll see differences in the map and the colors. Like say, if I were to play a heavy metal song, the the track would be going downhill at a very fast pace, red and orange everywhere. But if I was to play a slower paced, mellowed out song, it would be a lot more. It would go uphill, and you'll see a lot more blue and green. The reason why you will normally come back to this game is because, well, for one, there's a few achievements. Two, you can play your entire music library. Library? Very. Library? Yeah, that's a library. And it's a blast. There's leaderboards on it. So let's say I was I were to play this song. Chrono Trigger Calamitous uh, Tragedy on OverclockTremix.com. That takes care of the copyright. It would be a fluctuating, like, it would go downhill, then uphill, then downhill. It'd be a lot of fluctuation. They also have three difficulty levels, easy, normal, and hard. But these difficulty levels are based on ships you can play as. There's different ships, and they do different things. Like, mono, the mono ship, you only have one color, and the rest are gray. So you want to hit all the non-gray blocks, and you'll get points through that, you'll get a bonus if you don't hit a certain amount of blocks. Or there's Vegas, which lets you do power-up kind of things. And it's, it's a really fun game if you have a big library. Library, that's it. Yeah, I suck at pronouncing. Anyway, that's all you truly gotta say about it. It's only $10 on Steam. Pick it up. There's also DLC that lets you use your iTunes songs for like another five bucks. It's great. Go buy it, pick it up, have fun with it. I'm a Heron. You are you. And this was a content segment for CasuallyHardcore.com. The reason why I mentioned the song, it was because of Overclocked Remix's copyright. Well, I'm going to give it back to the hosts later.
And I'm Nomewise. Would you like to be a correspondent for VTWProductions.com? Well, if you do, send an email to VTWSubs at gmail.com. That's VTWSubs at gmail.com. Casually Hardcore continues live on Versus the World Radio, VTWProductions.com. We're going to extend our... uh video gaming section, because oh, we didn't really talk about video games that much. Yeah. No, not really. <laughs> yeah, I got a little distracted. And yeah. Gwen, you were talking about the uh, brick wall that your wall oh, God. buried his Okay, so the last time I was here, <laughs> I was many moons ago. Many, many moons ago. <laughs> Which is even funnier when we're talking about Worgen. Yes. I was in the uh-huh. six, I had just broken the barrier to 60 and was in Outlands and was beating my brains against Outland. Now I'm beating my brains against Northrend, because it turns out that you don't go any faster when you get to Northrend, even though I'm in Howling, even though I'm in Howling Fjord, and I'm getting to see the content that was in in there because I never went through there with Gwen. Um, yeah, doesn't go any faster, even though I've got rested experience and I've got items, and yeah, not going any faster. We have just the one. You haven't quite maxed out your heirloomage. No, I haven't yet. You've got just no. the chest piece. So there's shoulders out there. Yeah, I'll have to go beg beg somebody to. Can I please join your guild so I get the experience? <laughs> <laughs> yes, please. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. It really kind of sucks right now, and I don't want to. I'm tempted to go play Gwen just because I haven't seen any of the new content or very little of the new content. Yeah. I haven't even been in any, in any of the new zones, but at the same time, I don't want to because if I do. That's and that. I know what I'm missing out because I'm missing out on raids and I'm missing out on dungeons and I'm missing out on all kinds of stuff. It's not that. You're I... missing out on Rogue. Yes, I, I know. Well, that's, that is the important thing. <laughs> I was thinking about that the other night because I had someplace I had to go. And You're not I had the only one who's In Howling out. Fjord and I had to kill everything. And I was like, the thought struck me of, God, this would be so much easier on Gwen because I could just sneak in. I had to go in and kill one guy. And I had to kill the whole place. I'm like, man, I could just sneak in, kill him. And exactly. 
I'm a leaf on the wind. Yeah. What and, does that uh, even mean? Yeah. <laughs> and uh, I'm a leaf on the wind. <laughs> <laughs> uh, sorry, I watched that episode the other night, so that was kind of fresh. Um, but yeah, 70, they're not making this any better. If I could say anything to Blizzard right now, it would be, dude, seriously? Nerf the old content. Nerf the old content. Because getting from 60 to 80 is a nightmare right now. It's really bad. And it's not like I can get to 78 and then bounce to the news. No, I got to go all the way to 80. And I'm at 70 right now. It's like, <laughs> please stop. Make it stop. I remember the same when I le- decided to level the Death Knight. And here I am. I have, an, I have an opinion. What is your opinion? And an opinionated opinion. What is your opinionated opinion? People who oh, do oh, race okay. changes to get level 85 Worgen like that. Cheating. Cheaters. Big time. Cheaters. <laughs> <laughs> I'm doing it the right way. Yeah. <laughs> I'm He's a man. I'm a man. I'm a baby. I'm a man. man. <laughs> All right. For the three women that actually listen to the show, he actually did just beat his chest. I did. <laughs> I'm about to just crack up over there. You're already doing it. Yeah, yeah. There's no about so, with you. Yeah. Well, okay. You're not the only one who's feeling stuck, though, because I, oh, I, I'm, at, I'm at 82, one bar left to 83. And yeah, but, a but at least it's new content. <laughs> you're going through the new content. I'm not. i got to slog through all this crap that I've yeah, already seen. I have seen. to admit that I haven't really been and enjoying a, the and, new content. And like we much. were discussing on the break, there's a massive shock between when you go screaming through 1 through 60. I think it took right. me less than a month to get to 60. Right. And and I wasn't even really trying that hard, I thought. And then I get to 60, and it's taken me a month to get to 70. Okay, yeah. there's something wrong with this picture, in my opinion. Well, yeah. you know, funny Not that Blizzard <laughs> listens to us, but they really need to do something about this, because this is painful. Well, we've had this guy in our guild, and I'll have to see where he's at, because it was the same thing. Basically, I've been trying to convince everybody to play a rogue, of course. Of I course. Mean, well, rogues. that's... Yeah. So, he started playing the rogue. People who can't handle druids play rogues. It's easy. <laughs> Please. Please. People who have short attention spans play druids. Uh, okay, you're actually surrounded <laughs> sorry, by druids someone talking? Uh, I think it's an equal table at the moment. Yes. Let's not talk about surrounded. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Why? There's six of us and two of you. What? Like I said, short attention span. Short attention span. Kind of, kind of silly, balance. too. Like I said, yeah. short attention span. <laughs> so, but anyways, he started playing his uh, um, his rogue, and like literally, it was every day I'd log in, and it was like 30 levels had gone by. I'm like, are you kidding me? Really? And so he got up to 60, and the next thing you know, it was 64, so I'll have to see where he's at, but... I don't know. Maybe it's just a warrior thing. I don't, maybe it it's must all be a, the extra it experience must, from... It, well, it could be that, too. Yeah. Maybe it's the warrior thing, but yeah, yeah. it's just gotten to that point where it's like, oh, my so, God. Yeah, I mean... You oh, know. the pain. But, I mean, when you're the leveling pain. with a rogue, you really just don't feel it because you're you're already the best class. So, yes. I mean, every, oh, I every level is a joy. Yes. Too stupid to feel pain. <laughs> what? <laughs> <laughs> You'd think that would fit the warrior description a little bit better. You know? Yeah, you'd think. I kill things. I lift heavy things and put them down again. <laughs> oh, but. my God. And scratch myself because you're a worgen. There is that. Yeah, but I don't scratch my butt like Ugg used to do. The butt scratch the brigade. The old school trolls. <laughs> the original in, generation in trolls EQ. in EQ. Scratched his butt with oh, the yeah. butt of his axe. Uh-huh. That was awesome. <laughs> the ogres had that idle animation too, dude, didn't they? No, the ogres did not. 
They did something. They did something else, but I don't, I don't remember, remember what it was. Yeah. I didn't care. Because <laughs> that's just all stupid ogres. 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 All together. Want to be trolls. All together now, but I didn't care. But yeah. I didn't care. Yeah, yeah the original. Oh. I still have pictures of him, screenshots of him in the original incarnation somewhere. Oh, yeah. I got, I got screenshots I know you of do. him yeah, picking up money off of, the floor. And a bunch of silver <laughs> coins on the ground. I'm never going to live that down. Oh, that was <laughs> <Nope>. awesome. <laughs> okay, so an update. So the person playing the Rogue is 66 now. So this has been literally, I think, three or four days, it feels like. Wow. <laughs> he is, I mean, obviously, time plays into it as well. Yes. How much time you're willing to, to dedicate. But And I've been kind of busy lately. That's, but, that's the other know, thing, too. The, the extra bonuses you get from either <laughs> your guild. <laughs> well, I got ambushed the other night when I came on. I hadn't been on in like two weeks. I mean, at all. And I think that's like the longest stretch, short of the deployment, Yeah, that... I hadn't been on at any one time and glowed. Where the hell have you been? <laughs> um, Hi. <laughs> getting Hi. involved with someone? Oh, I didn't say that. I, I said something else, and he went, oh, that's acceptable. <laughs> Thanks. Yeah, I'm guessing. I love you like said. a brother, but come on. Give <laughs> me a little slack here. We have priorities. Yeah. <laughs> and then I find out, oh, I left the guild because I was lonely. All right, whatever. <laughs> uh, It'll be here when you get back. The, the grave void suggested totally getting mine as a thing, as a phrase to respond. To oh, that's good. I like that. Total, who said that? Where the that's, hell have we you need been? props. For, who said that? Zarek. Okay, totally getting mine. I like that. I like that. That's that's good. Oh my god, that's I think George funny. Carlin can help you there with the incomplete list of impolite words. There's a whole section on phrases for that. You could data mine for responses to well that. i'm i have george carlin running through my head none of which i can repeat right now the but seven words you can't say on television <laughs> i thought he did a thing for euphemisms for Though that was he part did. of that part of the okay that was part of, of impolite words yeah okay that's right having the painters in <laughs> <laughs> and i know you remember most of them too <laughs> oh hell yes <laughs> well, that was quite frankly one of the funniest things <laughs> that i've poke, ever heard batter wham beef injection yes <laughs> I don't think we need to go there, though. What? You have got to be kidding me. Uh, when the microphone's not turned on, I'll just... Yes. You've never heard him do that? You. You've no. been married to him for how long and you've no, never heard him No, he's not getting that? the reference. Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Oh, my goodness. Just put, okay. in, just put an infinity sign there, there you and go. you'll be good. So there we have... Uh, so you've been struggling through. I took my worgen to 29, almost 30, and then haven't been able to play since then. I've got IO to 82, almost 83, and have been almost, I have to tell you, it's been a slog. It just hasn't been that much fun. Um, See, I don't know if I'm ready to say that about the new zones yet because I haven't been into any of them. I'm sure when I get in and go, oh, wow, this is really cool. I'm getting good gear and wow, this is really neat. And the next thing I know, I'm 85. But I don't know that. I don't know. We'll see what happens. I mean, I got to 83 and archaeologized my way to 85, so I haven't really said that I've leveled my way through the content. Well, but still, there's yeah, enough content to be able to do it. You're still, yeah, you're not seeing the questing, but that's right. actually, that's not a bad thing, because if you ever want to take something else through, there's plenty of yeah, stuff there's to be done. There's plenty of stuff yeah. to be left, which, I mean, is, if I have, which is why I was going to take Gwen one way and Ugg the other way yeah. to the two different beginning starting zones for the new content and mm -hmm. go that way. Well, if I have any knock on the way they did the questing in Cataclysm, is that you do have Hygel or um, Vashir. Vashir as your start areas, but then it all flows together. Then, right, because you all end up, in, you you end up in Twilight Highlands yeah. anyway. You basically have to go to Deep Home, 
And right. then from there, you can, you can you know, do half of that and then move to Uldum if you want. Right. And then finish out in Twilight Highlands. But really, you know, if you skip on Deep Home, you're skipping on your shoulder enchants. So you right. have to do just about every quest there to get to that point. So right. you might as well do it. Uldum, to me, has the best quests, so it's really hard to not do those. And then Twilight Highlands have some nice uh, item rewards. So, right. again, you just... It's not like Wrath where I felt like I could take two or three characters through and not have to do the exact same thing over and over. It's so. not quite as clean well, as that was. No. I'll, I'll, get, I'll, I'll get through it one way or the other. Cause <laughs> I'll push through. The way I look at it is by the time I get to that point, it's only five levels. Yeah, yeah. And I can take my time with it. I just want to get to that point where he's 85 and dungeons and can go on raids and... Hopefully by then I'll understand how to tank in a raid. But well, he's going to be he's going to be okay. We're going to do this, do this. I'm going to use him with friends only because <laughs> it's going to be like okay, I'm going to tank and be prepared to die a couple of times while I figure this tanking thing out. Yes, while I figure this tanking thing out. Well, I had, the one evening I did get online this last week, I got uh, into a random healing halls of origination. Oh, really? Which I had never seen before. It's like, oh, great. Looks kind of Egyptian. And... <laughs> 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 Must be Italian. That's funny. <laughs> yeah. Oh, man. So. Fragile. Fragile. <laughs> it's, it's a major award. It's a major award. All right. The, so, uh, yeah, how'd that go? It went very smoothly. It was a good, good. group. Um, I didn't mention to them that I'd never set a toe in there before. I just kind of healed like a maniac to make sure that nobody felt the need to question me. And the I'm still getting used to the new numbers. So looking at my, I think it was a Paladin tank, you know, sitting on 143,000 health. Like, damn, things have changed. And in a, not a linear fashion, more sort of a... Exponentially larger. So, you trying to go to that link that Pusar sent? Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm watching <laughs> it. I'm, I'm watching it right now. Pusar, okay, your link I, is broken. Yeah, I well, I got some weird login thing, but whatever. That's because you failed. Yep. So I'm sure this makes more sense with sound. But still, that that's uh, really good. That if you use your first time there. Yeah, it went, I mean, there was, did you do all? What is it? Seven bosses. It seemed like an awful lot of bosses, yeah. yes. There's a lot is, of bosses. Is there, is there then a, you is there a probably did. You can get through it with doing, I think, three bosses total. Because there were the one set of bosses that were in a ring. Were yes, those the optional that's ones? Yeah. The, there's, when you go up top, it's the fire boss is the one that basically gives you the, you've completed the dungeon. Gotcha. So there's two bosses downstairs you have to kill to get to that point of moving the platform up. Right. But there's an optional boss on the lower ground, which is the bone guy. And then upstairs, yeah, there's the four bosses, but you really only have to kill one. They appeared to be grinding rep of some kind. Oh, okay. So they, they were all four. Let's kill everything in sight. Oh, that's good. Hey. So yeah. I got to see, well, as much as you see anything when you're a healer, because you're know, staring at a heal bot the whole time, whack-a-mole, 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 yeah, whack-a-mole, yeah. whack-a-mole. Oh, there was a fight? Okay. Let's, let's loot the corpse. I wonder what they looked like when they were standing up. So the, uh, but yeah, it was, it was not bad for the, the little bit of play I got in this week. Uh, one day I will actually see all the five bands in this new expansion. Believe it or don't. I would like to see just one five-man in this expansion. You have. Oh, I've only seen one. That's right. I have seen <laughs> we, one, We though. ran it together. Black yep. Rock, uh, Black Rock Caverns. Caverns, yes. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, not Black Rock Descent, which was where my head went initially. No, no, no. no, 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 no. Descent is the raid, isn't yeah. it? It's a raid. Yeah. Yep. Not that one. Not so much. So. Oh, 
my goodness. I got distracted there by the lovely, if you look at the front page of VTWProductions.com, you can see our seasonal uh, website header. Oh, I know. It's got a harp and I everything, know. man. That's awesome. This, Luck uh, of the nerd. It's a Guinness, too. Majif. Oh, yes. It is the Guinness harp. Yeah. Thank you, uh, Mahif or Majif. You see, like Aid, who we now, had a, now, now <laughs> we know, know how now. to say his name, Aid. Um. We need to get a you know pronunciation guide for Majif or Mahif or Majif or we just we just don't know. We, we put the know. wrong emphasis on, on the, the wrong, wrong syllable. syllable. Precisely. Um, Cataclysm. Cataclysm. Sorry, I haven't said that in like a month. <laughs> I know. And aren't you glad? <laughs> Because you know how to it's speak like, the English it's like, language. It's like your brother. What about <laughs> and He's gef- a cataclysm? And gefiltefish. <laughs> gefiltefish. Uh, Why? Yeah. Because it's just fun to say. Mm-hmm. It's one of your favorite quotes from, or my favorite quotes from your brother. What is not fun to say about cataclysm? Cataclysm and gefiltefish. Yes. It was a cataclysmic gefiltefish. Yes. Okay. The cataclysm of gefiltefish. Ooh. Even better. Ooh. Felt the fish were falling from the sky. <laughs> <laughs> like, I've never had gefilte fish, so I don't know if it smells or not. But I know lutefisk does. It's a, a relative. It's, oh, it's not the same level of processing as lutefisk, which is the. I actually, let's soak it in lie for a while. Exactly. See what yes, happened. they had a uh, bizarre foods where he went to Minnesota and. Minnesota, Minnesota, yeah, Minnesota, yeah, and uh, yeah, he they went through the whole process of how to do loot fisk, and I was like, and people actually eat this, and I just don't understand the point. You started out with a fresh fish, yeah, and eat it. End of story. Yeah, I know. (laughs) Yeah, it's the Scandinavian thing. I don't get it either. And maybe one of our listeners can try and explain it to us. Let's soak it in toxic chemicals until it's translucent and process it some more and pack it in here and make it taste nothing at all like it started out as. And okay, I I guess this is the same way we got coffee. Because Hot dogs. Yeah. Well, the, the yeah. Sausages, I can, I can figure out sausage just taking you know, meat that's meat. not really in a, in a form you can cook over the fire anymore. Right. And getting the small bits together and putting it in a form that you can then cook it over the fire. Uh-huh. That's a pretty short trip. An incredibly complex set of steps like lutefisk or coffee where you look at the berries on a tree and say, well, I think I'll harvest those, throw the fruit away, dry and roast the bean, grind it up and pour hot water over it. How do you get from point A to point B on that one? But somehow we managed it. Uh, it's not how, it's why. Why? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, I get the it. how, I just don't get the why. And, and what are we missing out on? What thing in the world has someone not looked at that way and seen the great thing that we should have if only we processed it seven ways from Sunday? How about olives? Exactly. Eat them raw, die. You die. Die, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Soak them in brine for a while and they're and suddenly good. Suddenly you're allowed to eat that. them, yeah, without like dying. Like somebody is very dedicated. Like, yeah, somebody I, was. Th- I got to figure out a way to eat this. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I Try will. It eat this yeah. Try it now. Did exactly. you kill the youngest one? More okay, test subjects. Probably not. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, what oh, is man. that? Uh, humanity, you're wacky. Mm. You just sink, sink more points into innovation, I guess. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. But well, I digress. That's true overall <laughs> we all need to sink more points into innovation <laughs> can't hurt might help no way all right no you up. have enough points in innovation no okay. occasionally we're not up against the break don't even say that what 
No, we got eight minutes before yeah. the break. We got like emails we could actually start reading. Yeah, too. and I have oh, I have my shout outs to the oh. to the fabulous people who shout came to the party. Well, hang on, let me play the appropriate. Actually, I can't play it here. My Don't bad. worry about it. Go. We'll just say it. This is the email segment. And shout-outs, too. And, and shout-outs. Shout Send your shout-outs to our non-existent IRC rep who's off playing D&D exactly. instead of being a responsible producer. See, he even... <laughs> see, this is what Barry VA gets. He's been wanting to be called a producer for the longest time. A producer? Yes. He just wants to be able to put it on a resume. Maybe. And so to reward him for you know his disloyalty, mm-hmm. I will <laughs> only call him a producer when he's wow. not here. Oh, nice. Uh, and, and we'll edit it out of the podcast. Damn <laughs> He's going to put a content that says, yeah, Barry, Barry VA missed this part. So uh, exactly. all of you podcast listeners, you don't need it either. I'll just overlay it with <laughs> Barry White. It's like mm. our version of Beep. I was going to say we're going to find yeah. a way to get that in there, aren't we? Oh, yeah. Who doesn't want to listen to Barry White? This is true. Oh, yeah. So, uh, shout out to the people who came to the dance party today. They are Muggy, Cold Fighter, Teddy Lupin, White Tempest, Damaged Set, uh, Zarek, Winora, Chiniki, yes, Winora without the G. Gotcha. Uh, Chiniki, Idanu, (laughs) which I believe, yeah, Idanu, that's what it sounds like. Uh, Voltiken, Once Bitten, and Elton Q. I'll give shout outs to. My, like I mentioned before, guildmates listening that have actually found their way to IRC. Oh, really? Uh, I can sail them in IRC? S- who are they? Solidus, uh, Willow, who's under Jenna B, and Esseltech. Jenna B, who was criticizing us for our meat in tube form conversations yeah. earlier. That's right. Tubular meat, baby. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, I have I have shout outs. We don't know who he is. We just show up at his house once a week. I'm I'm ignoring. Um, For the record, I hate you all. <laughs> nice rats leaving uh, a my, sinking ship. My Sunday is complete. I've heard that oh, nobody yeah. hates us. <laughs> okay, win. I'm done. Exactly. <laughs> we have won the game. <laughs> Woo. Oh, we all just lost the game. You, <laughs> you son of a bitch. <laughs> Okay, twice I now. Just lost the I game. said we. I was counting all of us. Penis. Aww. <laughs> Thank you. Oh, and Dex yeah. is not even here. I feel uh, all melancholy now. Uh-huh. Penis. Aww, look at that. <laughs> okay. The whole thing there for there you. Just you like know. she's here. And you. <laughs> okay. I'm evil like that. Uh, Idanu is actually aid on you, uh, oh. which apparently I can't pronounce. And then. Zarek, uh, Winora had a shout out to Mages, the ultimate class of all RPG related <laughs> content. I said I would say it and put the disclaimer on it of this is not something that I personally agree with. <laughs> and then Zarek, Zarek said, could I get a shout out to my guild, Tortured Reality of Jubalthos US? Good luck on Chagall tonight. Hope we get 10 of 12. So, right on. Congratulations, Zarek. Go on, dude. Yeah. Um, and yeah, damage set just goes in there, goes the game. Actually, a shout out to an old friend of the show, uh, Cathadora. <laughs> his guild is ten of, or eleven or twelve right now. Awesome. Nice. Yeah. So to him. Nice. Excellent. Looking towards heroic mode. Ooh, very nice. Damaged yeah. set says, "Can I get a shout out for the blank tabard on Moonguard?" The blank tabard. The blank tabard. Yeah. Get a hot tub. <laughs> 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 All 
Right. Like a good neighbor, State yeah. Farm is there. <laughs> no, we got to get money for him first before we say something like that. Oh, yeah. damn it. Oh, oh. Giving it away. Mm. Damn, we'll fix it in post. Yeah, yes. There we go. There we go. That's the mantra. All right, so let's do some quick emails then. You go, boy. All right, so this is a really, really quick email from... And it's done. The retired Gen Ready, a level 80 Blood Elf Paladin, Earthen Ring. Has anyone on Casually Hardcore tried Rift? Uh, No. I'm. I want to. I'm want to. curious. I'm thinking I might. You're riff curious. Okay. Yes, I'm yes. riff curious. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no, no, I'm we almost had a spit take here. Not out the nose, dude. No. Oh, that oh, had to hurt. Oh. kill you. Thank you. At least it wasn't good beer. I, per- I personally. Oh, okay. Thank goodness wait. the camera quick is back, not set up quick today. Quick backstory: I went out in the in the garage to the beer fridge looking for a beer. There is a beer fridge here, though. So yes, yeah, there is a awesome. beer fridge. Yeah. Yes. So I went out in the what garage. What does that beer fridge contain other than the Cornelius keg, where we put the beer that we make? Mm-hmm. Right, but that's empty, isn't it? Sadly, yes. That's what <laughs> I thought. So I'm thinking. So I, uh, hey, let's get a beer. You know. Your normal standby is Newcastle Brown. Newcastle. Thank you. Yeah. I was at least going to think, oh, I'll get a Nuki Brown. No problem. What do I see? Miller Genuine Draft. There's a reason for that. I know there was, and you explained it to me. We and explained it's to- it last week. So. And it's to- Yeah, they've already heard it, and now I've heard it, and it was totally <laughs> totally <laughs> legit. But when he was going to do the spit take with that stuff, I couldn't resist But I appreciate you that. helping me drink this so it can be gone. Yes. Yep. Although, and Grail did take one for the take team Take one as for well. the team, yeah. And I probably should, too. You probably should. <laughs> so we can get that stuff out of here. Um, <laughs> the, the, the thing that has annoyed me about Rift is the... Um, the advertisement that says you're not in Azeroth anymore. I'm like, really, really? Yeah, you but I can to see, go there. I, I, I get like, it. That's like you know, that's like flashing your garters by wearing your skirt too high. It's I like just it. don't I, you know. I get it's a it, but I can slutty. Let's I get just it. not do that. <laughs> Riff, you're, you're just too slutty for me. It's I'm just sorry. a little too slutty. I get it, but I can understand how they do that because there there is a certain audience that they're up here trying to appeal yeah. to. Well, I mean, so I totally, I totally who are tired get it. of. Wow! Exactly. I, well, I've I've played in the beta. Oh, and oh! I didn't know that. It okay. is. I mean, in my opinion, it was pretty much a WoW clone. There was some differences. Right. The Rift system is interesting. We saw it when we were at PAX, even, and then I've since gone one or two weekends. I've played in the beta. Personally, I didn't see much difference. Now, there's others out there that, of course, will you know wanna, tell you, yeah, "Oh my god, how is, can you not see it? It's all yeah. it's so much great and bad." I went in, I made my class, I went out, they get, told me to go, you know, gather the bear asses. I went and gathered the bear asses, I came back, and I got talent points. And it felt mm-hmm. like I was, it was different menus, different look, but it still felt like I was basically doing the exact same game. Right. So. People said uh, that the gentleman here, um, on You, is playing a tanking cleric. He said that was different. Um, and that sounds, sounds like, like a paladin. Yeah. Movie. Ew. Um, and the world events are fun. Now, I had heard about the public world events, these pu- kind of public raid uh, content. Did you experience rift that opening? at all in the beta? The rift. Um, yeah, because they the beta weekends they actually had specific events happening during them. So I don't know if they were a com- complete feel of what the game actually would be, but there were rifts opening. You did have that kind of happen spontaneously, and it was interesting. But it was. 
it felt like Warhammer Online with mm. the public events. It was okay. the same feel, except it was random where the public event would happen. But nonetheless, it was still a public event. If right. you were there, you took part in it. If you weren't, you didn't. Right. Okay. So, yeah. Well, and uh, I just had another person show up for shout out. Uh, K nine, got to be a worgen. That's right. Um, That's roadblock. K nine made yes. it. All right. Well, welcome. He's doing laundry. Oh, Yay, nice. Roadblock. He wasn't. He wasn't. He wasn't <laughs> sure if he was going to make it. So right on. Oh, All right. I'm, I'm, I'm glad he made it. Brings us handily to our breaking point. We'll pick up this line of discussion when okay. we return. Interesting choice of words. <laughs> our music break? Our breaking point. <laughs> our breaking point. Yes, yes. Give me more beer, he says. I what? need more he hates of me. this. I can tell you Something that's close to water. What happens off air <laughs> stays <laughs> off air. <laughs> Unless it's funny. <laughs> yes. We'll be back right after this.
I'm Octail. I am Gnomewise. And you are listening to VTWProductions.com. Versus the World Radio. You have 937 messages, all of which are marked urgent. Hey, Guys, Hardcore continues live on Versus the World Radio, VTWProductions.com. Yes, we've mixed up the segments today because that's how we roll. Trying to keep you on your toes. <laughs> no <right>. plan. <laughs> I mean, oh, yeah, trying to keep you on your toes. <laughs> <laughs> Work with me here, people. <laughs> Wait a minute. When have we ever had a plan, yeah, then, if that's where we're going? Silence! Sure. Silence! Silence! <laughs> Oh, my God. Let's try this again. Casually Hardcore continues live on Versus the World Radio, VTWProductions.com. <laughs> We're in our email and shout-out segment and our general nerdiness segment, all mashed up into one because we feel and like it. I have Four. a shout-out. You go, girl. I want to shout-out to Pussar. Yeah. Pussar! Yes. For making that little animated video with all of the lines that we sent her. Oh, well, yeah. You remember her having um, us record that stuff a couple weeks ago? It was very mysterious, too. She, yeah. she said, record, she said more. record these lines and send them to me. And I'm like, well, huh? Oh, okay. <laughs> we can do that for you. It's pretty funny. Oh, yeah. And then she put them together into this cute little 53-second video that... And we'll leave it to her that to was, release it or not. Yeah, that was absolutely hilarious. Unto the uh, unsuspecting community, as she wills it. So you got these uh, guild people in the IRC, huh? Yep. So how, how do I submit my application? <laughs> to the guild? <laughs> You're going to the guild! <laughs> um, no, I, I know you, I'm sorry. I have... Uh... <laughs> wow. Okay. <laughs> Turning down the volume yeah. on which one's Grail here? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, Grail has has experienced an equipment failure. Man. Right out the front door into his new Prius. I'll tell you, I'm not cheap, but I can be bought. That is one of my more favorite quotes. I think it was, it's attributed to Mark Twain. Mm -hmm. And talking to a woman and saying, Oh, yeah, I know this. Madam, quote. would you sleep for, with me for $1 million? Certainly not. No, I beg your pardon. Well, well, yes, yes, I would. Would you sleep with me for $5? What kind of a woman do you think I am? We've already established what kind of a woman you are, and now we're haggling over price. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Ah, uh, Samuel Clemens, and I'm going to oh. go grab a small child. Yes, your, your daughter is screaming upstairs. Uh -oh. One of the links um, on the March 13th thread, which is simply entitled The Moldy Cake on My Desk is Still Moldy, um, edition actually had a link to Anonymous, the secret group's five biggest hacks. Who knows if these are right or not? You don't know. Hmm. Um, but oh, I yeah, find they it... are secret hacks. I, I did, yeah, exactly. <laughs> secret No, quotes. it's the secret group. Anonymous oh, is the group. Right, right, oh, right. Secret the right. groups. But, you know. The WikiLeaks protection Yeah, group. the, the oh, WikiLeaks. Yeah. Well, that's that's number four. They they tend to hack WikiLeaks foes. Uh -huh. um, they announced, in 2010, they announced Operation Payback. Mounted Operation Payback, a wide-ranging effort to punish pro-copyright groups that had cracked down on internet piracy. In December, the initiative moved on to WikiLeaks. Um, <laughs> I like what they said, wrote about Westboro Baptist Church. Yeah, oh, that's <laughs> the coming. last line is so, great. You have to read that. So number five was a big shot cybersecurity executive uh, who was helping the government track down cyber activists. That's Aaron Barr, who headed HB Gary Federal. 
um, had boasted to the Financial Times that he would reveal the names of some of the some of the anonymous leaders, and they responded basically by hacking and poning him uh, pretty pretty severely. I remember reading about that on the air a few weeks ago. Said so WikiLeaks foes was number four. Number three is the Church of Scientology. Um, mm. Anonymous made its name in 2008 when it declared war on Scientology. Um, after Gawker posted a notorious video of celebrity Scientologist Tom Cruise, Anonymous posted a video of its own, declaring that the extent of your malign influence over those who trust you as leaders has been made clear to us. Anonymous has therefore decided that your organization should be destroyed. It launched an elaborate disruption program called Project Chenology, which encouraged people to spam the church with emails and phone calls and bring down its website with denial-of-service attacks. Wow. It couldn't happen to a nicer group of people. Um, the <laughs> oh, Koch just brothers, wait. The Koch brothers, uh, those the billionaire conservatives and prominent Tea Party backers, were number two on their list. Um, they launched a denial-of-service attack on their website and the website of their advocacy group, Americans for Prosperity, you know, and ex- explain why. So they go through that. And then number one was the Westboro Baptist Church. After a February letter threatening to hack the widely loathed church site was revealed to be a hoax, Westboro played the role of defiant victim, inviting Anonymous to bring it. (laughs) That is so stupid. (laughs) I'm sorry. Days later, Anonymous hacked into Westboro's site. Take this defacement as a simple warning. Go away, they wrote. The world, including Anonymous, disagrees with your hateful messages. There is a lesson to be learned here, says Tony Bradley at PC World. When your supporters can be counted on your fingers and your enemies outnumber the population of China, it is unwise to brazenly invite attack. You have chosen poorly. poorly. Yeah. So um, I would I would argue that that's probably not the five biggest hacks. I would suspect that there are um, that there are hacks we simply don't know about. Of course, yes, absolutely. That are out there that anonymous oh, any, has perpetrated as they were. Yeah, anything governmental, um, Department of Defense, anything along those lines, you'll never never hear about that. Right. Exactly. So. Um, okay. Really funny though. That is a funny article. Uh, moving back into the emails, we got one here from Campy. Okay. Um, this is, I've been a CH podcast listener off and on for about two years now. Yeah, quite a while. This is the first time I've ever written any show. I have a couple things I'd like to share with the CH and VTW crew. First, I started listening to a lot of nerdcore music. Introduced by Fatty, who you played a song from in the latest podcast, I found a site that had a lot of free music for all new nerdcore genre. The topics range from WoW to general gaming to just plain nerdy things. Uh, my favorites are Zelius One and Kabuto and Mad Hatter, also making some very good tunes. Though I would thought I would share just in case you folks or your listener base are interested. The other reason I wanted to write in has been on my mind for a while. I appreciate all the Creative Common license or all that the Creative Common licenses have given us, but I'm a bit of a noob on the whole subject. I would love to see a feature in each show giving us a particular artist or song to listen to under a Creative Commons license and where to get it. Just something I always thought along the lines of a quick reference during the next music break we are featuring you can get the song from here or visit their website enjoy the music so this is from campy that's a great suggestion keep up the great show and thank you for putting them on every week you folks make my life at work more enjoyable with each new show well let's do a little review of what we've played so far this show right on we had some jonathan colton with a millionaire girlfriend as every man should have that is available from jonathancolton.com. That's C-O-U-L-T-O-N. 
We had a little bit of Exorb, uh, which doesn't uh, really have a centralized website. If you go to the Casually Hardcore forums on VTW Productions, there is a thread there where it kind of assembled the various places where he has released his music into an easy-to-click reference list. And what was the other one? So that's that's the two... Ah, yes. Paul and Storm. Yeah, yeah, I was going to say. We had the Boolean love song earlier, and that's paulandstorm.com. Right. Uh, All their stuff available for purchase and or download, and all of those people release under the Creative Commons licensing. Now, Creative Commons itself is an umbrella, and there are several different flavors of licensing. The one we like to go with is the non-commercial attribution share-alike license, which is what a lot of artists do, uh, which basically means if you attribute it, so we stream the title during our live presentations and then do mentions, like right now, and non-commercial, we don't charge money for our podcast, and share-alike, meaning when we publish, we share using the same license that they used. So just continuing the chain of, hey, if you want to take stuff from our recording and use it, you are free to do so. Just don't charge money for it and share it the same way we shared it and attribute it to us. Lather, rinse, repeat. Cool. So I'll endeavor to be a better DJ. I'm learning as I've been experimenting with doing the Alpha Geek Radio, which is much more a DJ-centric show. There's definitely a flow that a good disc jockey gets going where they will at the top and bottom of every segment, tell you what you just listened to and what you're about to listen to. Right. And that doesn't come at all naturally to me. <laughs> and I need to get better at it. So thank you for... Uh, pointing out your failure. Pointing yeah. out my failings, awesome. yes. Cool. And uh, you know, reducing my value as a human being. And We welcome any email that points out Gnomewise's failings. Making me reach <laughs> for the... Silence! I hate you so bloody much. Uh, but yes, thank you for that. And... Uh, Jamendo, J-A-M-E-N-D-O dot com is a great searchable online database of Creative Commons licensed material. I linked in the IRC the link that he had sent in to us, yes. which was the scrubclubrecords.com, which is a wonderful name. Lovely. Scrub Club. Bring Scrub it on. Scrub Club. It is a happy thing. So check it out on the worldwide intertubes. Cool. Next victim. The baby has your microphone. Yes, the baby's in my lap, and she has the microphone stand firmly in her grip. She's in her grabby McGrabberson phase, where anything not nailed down is hers. Right. And anything that she can pry loose is not nailed down. Uh Uh-oh. Does it end up in her mouth, then? Uh, It's getting to that point where the world is being sampled through through the taste buds. Winning. (laughs) Duh. It is winning. Oh, so apparently I also need to, uh, I wasn't clear before, but a shout out to Essel Tech who felt neglected for some reason. So shout out so given. I thought you said oh, Essel Tech. I thought I said too. But Another guildy sworn. in the IRC. Exactly. Gotcha. <laughs> He's gotcha. The, the crazy leveling rogue. That was so much love. The crazy leveling rogue. Yep. I just needed a name assigned to him. There you go. Okay, so we've got uh, I've got a, a, a miraculous one that I'm going to spend about two seconds on because it's not really up our alley, and then I want to talk about the uh, goateed Geminoid robot. Um, <laughs> Obviously, dang. <laughs> um, okay, so the first one actually is um, about a uh, euthanized dog rises from the dead. A dog that an Oklahoma shelter euthanized and confirmed to be dead was recently found alive and well in the alive and well in the facility's dumpster. Oh, how lovely! It was on March third. Pup's fine. 
Um, it's it's adopted at this point. Um, Do they name it? They Mas- named it Mas- Wally. Messiah. They named it Wally. Lazarus. Um. So it was a uh, it was something where they actually confirmed that he was dead. He'd been euthanized the way he was purported. You know, he was supposed to be hmm. um, put to permanent sleep. Um, with injections to one of his limbs and to his heart. Uh, and the stethoscope's test said that he had died, and they found him crawling around the trash bin later. So, wow. one live dog. Lucky, 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 amazing dog. Enjoy your life. Um, there is another, this one much more up our alley, is the uh, Japan's new goateed Geminoid robot, which I've talked about uh, Gemini before mm-hmm. as one of the robots that they've created. Now they've, he's created a new one. Um, they said it's, they describe it as uncomfortably realistic. And it is. Uh, oh yeah. yeah. It is. Yeah. The pictures, they've got a video on a link and it, yeah, it's really kind of scary looking. And, uh, that's, you know, the, one of the things that, that the Japanese are very much focused, unlike a lot of the other cultures are very much focused on as close to human as possible, trying to make things behave and, and do, you know, not so much from an intelligence, from a Turing test, but from an uh, from an appearance perspective. Um, and so it, it doesn't surprise me that they're kind of um, hitting that divide there and making it very uncomfortable. Uh, so that's going to be crazy. That's what the Uncanny Valley, they call it? Yeah, the Uncanny Valley is what it's called. You're right. Okay, so I've got a link here from Dur Research Team. Dur. Blizzard has actually talked a little bit about... Their super secret next MMO. Oh, right. really? Ah. Just a little bit. Wait. <laughs> Linked it in the IRC. I missed that. And it's the... We know that the internal code name is Titan from the leaked... Uh, uh, timeline. Timeline graph. from China, yeah. 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 But from Giant Bomb, which is just one of those fun domain names just to say, it's been <laughs> a long, long time. It will be a long time before we hear something meaningful about Blizzard's next MMO, a project titled Titan. WoW is still successful enough and keeps the pressure off of Blizzard to reveal its next big thing. Blizzard's COO Paul Sams did have a few interesting details to share about the studio's next MO in a recent interview with Gamasutra. I believe it's the most ambitious thing we've ever attempted, Sams shared, and I feel like we've set our company up to succeed on that. We have some of our most talented and most experienced developers on that team. Many of the people that built World of Warcraft are full-time on the other team, he revealed. Hmm. Sam's added that existing crowd of WoW developers are seasoned to having spent time learning from more senior dudes being shifted to Titan. And just immediately heading off the, oh, that's why Cataclysm sucks so hard. They took all the devs away. Ah-ha. They're, they they're... had a massive blue post about that, the fact that people were saying, well, the reason you're recycling your uh, content your is all your devs your, are your art, here. Your art assets have all moved off. And Some like, people will find an excuse oh, to of whine and cry in QQ no about it. No matter what. Not on the World of Warcraft forum. No. 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 Shut your mouth! (laughs) Yeah. I'm just talking about Warcraft. It says, it's an awesome one. We are playing it already. It's a total ball to play. We think that the reach of the product is greater than anything we've done before. We're very excited about that. I believe it's the type of game that will have a very, very long life, much like World of Warcraft has. Big words, eh, they say? Eh? So they're at least... uh, I mean, that's the first blip. I mean, this last BlizzCon had... Nothing, and that's been for at least two years now. Every BlizzCon, you're expecting something. the big announcement. Show us, yeah, show yeah. us something about. Here's Titan. what we're working yeah. on, and they're they're probably caught in the land of the minute we announce this, a whole slew of people are going to say, "Oh, might as well stop playing WoW now and wait for the new oh, thing." Uh, yeah, and obviously. they don't they don't want to 
right. to sabotage mm-hmm. their existing cash flow in favor. Because the gaming community will absolutely do that. I mean, we will mm. abandon ship on the current thing for something that's a year away. We have no loyalty. Right. We have well, no loyalty. <laughs> they, they said that it'll appear at the end of the article. If you want to read that part, it says it page. says it'll appear after Diablo three, whenever that gets out the door, either late this year or at some point in 2012. Oh, okay. Yeah. They probably don't want to overshadow D three. Right. Right. The they want Diablo release. to go. And then heart of the swarm is in there somewhere, isn't it? Yeah. That's supposed to be right around the same time as the, uh, is that the expansion or is that like the next part? Right? It's part two of part the two of Starcraft. Of Starcraft. Right, right. Yeah. They, they're doing Zerg next and then doing Protoss as the final. And then they'll probably find some excuse to make another add-on pack at some point. <laughs> I'm just more interested in you know, what, where they're taking the storyline. Yeah. So, uh, Grail, since you told us about this one, I think you have to talk about the woman selling her spot in line. Ah, it's yeah. No, the, Gwen told us about this. Oh, you guys. Gwen has I to told do you guys. it now. All right, hang on. i got to yeah. find the link again. Okay. Yeah. Uh, he ummed convincingly. Yes, I did. It's over here if you want to read it off mine. Oh, that's all right. Damn, Grail, go with yours. While I can read an email yeah. while you're Yeah, do that. Okay, let's do this. Okay, so Age of Dragons turns out is really long. Hey, CH crew, your friendly neighborhood corpse man checking in with his favorite set of senior gamers. Oh, hey. no. <laughs> Get off my lawn. Get off my lawn. I, st- I right. still think, I, I still take that one iTunes review that was meant to be a slam at us. Uh-huh. It says, imagine if your parents made a podcast about gaming. And this is it. Like, totally. You nailed it. That's, yeah, exactly. Nice job. That you, could be our tagline. You meant that as a criticism? <laughs> okay. Good night, Gracie. Oh, man. Okay. My new station is, wow, uh, tough to uh, pronounce word. Um, Patawix River? Patuxet. Patuxet River is pretty sweet and things are going pretty well, uh, though my interest in WoW has wavered as of late. I've returned to the ever-reliable consoles for my entertainment. Buying Dragon Age 2, I was able to quickly realize within the first hour of playing, the first hour actually being the first four hours, but that's how Dragon Age turns out, it seems, that the story of BioWare's creations is pretty in-depth. So I forced myself to go out and get the first game for the sake of immersion. Now, a few hours into the first game, I realize the indomitable wall of content waiting to be completed. Oh, my. In other news, I'll be driving up to Baltimore in July for uh, Otakon. Otakon? Otakon. My first uh, convention ever. Emp and Highlander seem nervous about that. And I wondered if you had any advice for a fresh convention newbie so the halls of the baltimore convention center don't leave me a shell of my former self glad to be writing again shout out to darren of Wormrest accord alliance us so advice for a new con goer comfortable shoes have fun comfortable shoes Look at the schedule. Yes. Plan yeah. out your plan out what you want to what do. You, what you have to see and what you can live, live without. without. Because otherwise you'll get overwhelmed and then you'll miss stuff and go, damn it, I never did get yeah. to that. Yeah. Plan you know, plan the stuff that you're gonna need to wait in line for. Mm-hmm. Bring a backpack with bottled water and something to read or a game to play or something to pass the time. Yep. Bring the charger for any electronic devices so as the line takes you past columns that have power outlets on them, you can plug in. Yes. Um <laughs> that is it, very key. It, it was for us anyway. Yes, it was. We were kind of heavy users. The If you can plan a day, it depends on you know, how many days you're going to the con and, and right. what kinds of things appear on the schedule that you, oh, God, I have to go do that. Right. If you can just have a time, we're just going to cruise the floor and see what jumps out at you. That's one way to attend. 
And so we can have a day of that mixed in with days of, okay, here's my, my strict schedule. I'm going to wait in this line to view this thing, then get in this line to view this thing. Um, but yeah, comfortable clothing. Bring all the accessories, snackies, and beverages and entertainment you need to wait online without uh, going insane. And have fun. Yeah. And as uh, Deus Ex says, uh, bring deodorant. Oh, God, yes. Think of, think of your fellow goers. And like bring the 50-gallon drum size of Febreze and set it off like a bomb. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Oh, God, they febreze the food court. It was horrible. Everyone smelled neutral. Oh, God. <laughs> oh, That's nice. pretty funny. Okay, so Thursday, I found meal. what I was looking for, and right before on. I even go there, I'm going to do that. You go, boy. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I just linked it. That made, for, that made oh, for great okay. radio. Exactly. Okay. I did that. That was awesome. Everybody in the IRC knew what I was doing. A uh, woman sells first spot in iPad 2 line for $900. College student Amanda Foote has turned the diehard tech tradition of waiting hours, sometimes days, to be the first, first to purchase a new Apple product into a lucrative, odd job. After nearly 41 hours of waiting in line for iPad 2 release at Apple's flagship store in Nueva York, she sold her number one spot for $900. Foot sat through an entire day of rain, had a stranger help himself to a box of donuts she was eating. Yeah, that's fighting actions right there. In New York City? In New York City, yeah. That will get your throat cut. I would, yeah. And slept a total of three hours and ten minutes in the time between when she got in line at 5 p.m. Wednesday and when she left it at 9 a.m. Friday. She plans to buy tickets to a Lady Gaga concert with the cash that she earned for her trouble. If she uses all $900, those are going to be pretty damn good tickets. Yeah, it's going to be good seats. A seat set up in her costume or something? Exactly. The buyer, app developer Hazem Syed, said he is planning on leaving for business trip Friday evening and wants to have an iPad 2, which starts at four ninety nine with him. He's not alone for for pay, not alone in paying for the cachet of being among the first to purchase Apple products. About thirty people back, twenty year old Mario Longo had been waiting in line since five a.m. Friday for a friend who offered to pay him a hundred dollars. Craigslist is littered with offers ranging from a hundred to nine hundred and ninety nine dollars to stay in the line for a fee or to sell a spot. See my favorite. Was it? I believe this was from the iPhone 4 debut. Yes. There was the television news coverage of the woman who bought a guy's line spot and with her grand plan of we're going to buy a bunch of iPhone 4s and then resell them at a profit. Right. And so, you know, gave this guy like four or five hundred bucks. I forget, you know, counted it out to him and they video her walking in and saying, you know, seven iPhones, oh, one per customer. Yeah. They didn't read the fine print of yes. limit of one per customer yep. and just. Piddled away five hundred four or five hundred dollars for number one spot to be able to get one. In June, before the iPhone four mm-hmm. launch, spots in the line to buy the new phone were reportedly going for as much as twelve hundred dollars. Uh-huh. Yeah. Silly. And now you can buy an iPhone three G S for fifty bucks. Yeah. Pretty much. So, so yeah, there's a video where they actually interview this girl who is now nine hundred dollars richer. Wow. For standing in line for three days. Yeah. Um, for, three, for almost for almost 48 hours, I'd have sold up for a little bit. I, I, I'd i been like, no, you're giving me a cool grand. Yeah. But you know, that's just me. But then you have, then you just wait a couple. Of, I mean, it's not like the iPad 2 is in particularly massively short supply. No. Right. You could no. Probably and wait a week or so and take the money, buy the iPad. And then take See, this spare cash. See, that's what, that's what I would have done. But is, you're not first. I don't oh. care. I know you don't care, but I'm saying somebody they out I know. There, See, that's my whole thing about this is somebody yeah. was like, I have to be the they first They valued person. that that spot. I'm, okay. And considering that the guy who bought it is an app developer, I can understand 
at least his stand, his point of view of why he would want to get this. And he also has a travel can, deadline. Right. He has a travel yeah. deadline, yeah. and it's and he, that's that much sooner he can start working on apps for it. Yeah. <laughs> so well, they had the, they so had I, the software developers on, kit for ages. Right. I kind of get it. On the yeah, link, yeah. talking about the $900 uh, line spot fee, uh, there was a uh, a little link up above that talked about Apple and Microsoft taking different approaches to Japan relief. And it caught my eye. And it says, if you were trying to solicit donations for earthquake victims in Japan, what approach would you take? Take a look at how technology rivals Microsoft and Apple decided to handle this delicate situation. First up, Microsoft. The company tweeted a plea on its Bing search engine Twitter account offering to donate up to $100,000 for earthquake victims, but under one condition, that users would retweet the message, which would result in Microsoft increasing its donations by $1 per retweet. And it gives the tweet information advertise for us we will donate on your behalf it's straightforward enough and sounds a lot like an offer we told you about yesterday yeah, from the nonprofit explore.org offering to contribute a dollar for each facebook like of its dog bless you facebook fundraising page received that seemed to go smoothly yesterday where we heard a few complaints but overall the reaction was positive did you have something to say before I continue the story? Yeah, because I have a feeling I, I know what you're going to okay. say, but I want to throw my two cents worth in there. Okay. Yeah, for them doing it here, let me. Yeah. Uh, yeah, retweet at Bing will give. Yeah, basically my read is, okay, so Bing is now going to, or Microsoft is going to have everybody spam Twitter mm-hmm. with all of this and clog up Twitter and all this other crap. I don't spend a whole bunch of time on Twitter anyways. It's for a good cause, but to me, that sounds like they're whoring for advertising. Which is exactly what it is. Yeah. Which is exactly what happened and what the response was. Microsoft's idea was not so well received. Shortly after the company initiated its fundraiser, a backlash began where some called the scheme a crass marketing attempt. Yes. And comedian Michael Ian Black told his 1.6 million Twitter followers in no uncertain terms that Microsoft should stop using an effing market, a tragedy as effing marketing opportunities. Thank you. The company soon was withdrew the deal, offering instead to simply donate the 100K. Next up, Apple. Instead of offering to contribute anything to the earthquake victims, Apple set up a special place, an iTunes link in its iTunes store, promising to deliver 100% of any donations to the Red Cross to benefit Japan. Apple's iTunes donation page makes it easy to help earthquake victims as it is to buy iTunes music, whereas you can see the suggested donations are in amounts between $5 and $200, and they give you this screen capture there. So that's Apple's technique, not to actually donate money, but to encourage everyone else to stop by the iTunes store and perhaps buy something else while they're there and help the poor souls laid low by the tragic quake and its ominous nuclear aftermath. Of course, Apple is donating something with this deal because it's not free to move boatloads of cash from one place to another. So then the question in the article was, what do you think, commenters? Should multi-billion dollar corporations simply donate to these causes? Should they try to get us involved or should they just facilitate our donations? Are these crass attempts at capitalizing on horrific tragedy? Do nonprofits get a pass as long as it doesn't look like they're self-promoting too much? Where do you draw the line? I thought it was a good question. Yeah. It is a good question. My feeling is go straight to Red Cross and donate right to them. Yeah, yeah. that's. What I don't I've need done a middle. In, I don't need a middleman in the form of Apple to donate. If I'm going to donate, I'm going to go right to the Red yeah, Cross. Yeah, in Katrina and right. previous disasters, the you know the 9/11 tragedy, all that. I always went through Red right. Cross. So mm-hmm. yeah, that's my thing. Is go straight to the Red Cross yeah. or go right to the organization that you want to donate to. Um, and just with all the 
to scammers out there, you want to make yeah, sure it's, that it's, it's sad the that right you have to one. Do that. But yeah, I think it's a little. It's really crass on Microsoft's part, and I think it's a little crass on uh, on Apple's part too. That they're saying, "Oh well, in order to donate, you have to go through Come iTunes to and the store." Oh, while you're here, why don't you buy this too? No, right. uh, uh-uh, sorry, doesn't work. I, that right. doesn't fly with me. You know, I, I look at I look at these things. My my personal opinion is, um, I think that in instances like this, they should just donate. They should just donate. Yeah. Well, yeah. And that's don't try to, to don't try to make a big deal of it. Let your employees know right. that you're donating. Sure. And if the employees also want to contribute, and you as an employer want to do like a matching funds, right. Also to your employees plus your own donation mm-hmm. on top of that, great for you. And it becomes internal marketing to your employees, letting them know that you do care as a big right. organization. But it's more about internal than external. Right. I I think both of them were actually wrong. Um, I also though don't necessarily believe that nonprofits get a pass on this. I did see something that I liked at TED, though, that's related to this that I wanted to bring up. I saw a, um, a Choosers Donate, I think was the name. Um, and I, I can... DonatorsChoose.org. DonatorsChoose.org. Basically, what you do is you go through this website, and as an organization, you can donate certain amounts of money to it. And then what you do is you put it up, and the donators who you give your password to choose where that money goes. Right, right. So it's a way, actually, for people to be aware that you're donating. You get the good as the organization. You get the, I'm donating, I'm doing philanthropic activities, and people who I want to know about it know about it. At the same time, the people you've engaged with get to choose where that money goes and get to contribute it to the cause that they're most passionate about. Yeah. So the way this which works, I think is is also really really interesting. In the Ted goodie bag was a card for a $100 donation that you would then go to this website and you would determine which of the organizations it went to. So the Ted organization, the Ted Foundation was doing the donating but allowing you to choose Oh, that's kind of cool. who benefited from it. All right, I'm okay with this. So right. they weren't handing out $100 people to here you do with it. They're saying, "Here's a token yeah, that you can God, to a charity." Cuz God knows right. it would not have gone to any, any of none of it would have gone to the charities. It exactly. Like, um, well, that's my the point pocket by, is a charity. Exactly. By going needy charity. Dude, sorry, I need gas. Yeah. So by going through donors choose they were able to essentially focus that money into uh, into something real mm-hmm. and into an outcome that that was beneficial to everybody. And everyone yep. felt warm. And so, yeah, yeah. And so that was one of the things that I liked about that very much. And we're out of time. Well, actually, we're All up right. against it, but we got an email. One more email I have to go through. Hit it because it's a friend of the show. So this is from Boba Fetish. Boba Ooh, Fetish. Boba missed um, you today. Hi, CH crew. Barry VA gave me a shout out last week, and you've that you figured there was a story behind. Thought I'd send in a short version of it to you. One of my short times online in WoW last week, I was talking with Barry, and I mentioned I was going to miss the live show for the first time in who, who knows how long. It might be a week or two, at least, before my return to some level of attending and researching again. My mom is in the hospital with several issues, so most of my days are spent there and with work. I know work has its own issues with the final shutdown of my old department and work moving elsewhere. But as a casual and has been said many times on the show, real life does come first. While I'm not saving nuns, it is my mom that I want to see healthy and mobile again, and I wanted and needed to be there for her. So I'll gladly take the podcast to help me get over this real-life patch in my life. Thanks to all the crew. Shout-outs to Raggy, Chiniki, and the Guild, Chino Tensai, for all their support as well. Hope to see you soon, Boba. And much love to you. 
Good on you. Let us know. And this is the beauty of the podcast. The download will be waiting for you when you get the time to listen to it. Exactly. It's out there on the webs. And we wish you well and your mother a speedy recovery. Indeed. And that brings us to the end of another show. This is the conclusion of Casually Hardcore Live on Versus the World Radio. I have been Gnomewise. I've been Iolite. I've been Gunora. And I've been Grail. We'll be back next week. Same bat time, same bat channel. Remember, we will still be in the midst of daylight saving time screwiness with the U.S. on one standard and the European countries on another standard. So just pay attention to the front page of vtwproductions.com for a current uh, countdown timer to your favorite show. Or just listen to us 24-7-365 and you won't miss a thing. <laughs> if you go to the front page of VTW Productions, you'll see that I also have coming up this next week an Alpha Geek interview scheduled with the aforementioned Terpster. Right on. Mark Turpin will be joining me on the air. Kind of an odd time. It's going to be uh, 3.30 Eastern time because he gets off work in the EU at a very weird time. So we, we just schedule it when he was available. So join us Wednesday evening. Or afternoon, really. 3.30 p.m. Eastern Time. That's 19.30, 7.30 p.m. GMT. Uh, assuming I did all my calculations <laughs> with uh, Daylight Saving Time and the seven hours of GMT. That weird. Anyway. You probably should follow us on Twitter, and then you'll know exactly when it's happening. Always follow us on Twitter. Exactly. You can follow VTW Productions, and you'll get announcements whenever a show goes live, right as it goes live, and announcements of front page posts and all that kind of stuff. Check out all the different Facebook pages that have been right. recently revamped by the redesign that Facebook gave us. It actually was pretty darn useful this time. Yeah. Allowed me to reclassify all of our Facebook pages appropriately instead of public person or band, which people had created their pages for over the years, uh, were just now as entertainment sites, and we show up correctly on searches and things. It's a wonderful thing. So we're Yay. out there. We're on the Facebooks. We're on the Twitters. We're on the webs. We'll be back next week. Until then, we are... If I can find my mouse pointer. <laughs> Stop it. <Chris. laughs> we'll fix it in post. I hate you all. <laughs> Out of here. <laughs>